It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at MIDI Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. And what is up? Welcome back. It's Friday night. You're here with the Average Boys Podcast. It's your boy, Crispy, and I am here with my host, too, Brian D. What is up, my dude? Yo, yo, yo. What is going on, Chris, man? Listen. I'm happy it's the fucking weekend. I'm relaxing. I'm drinking some fucking Stone Cold Broken Skull beer, dude. Just relax. Oh, I'm really like talking about or what is it? IPA yo, or what is it's it? the it's the it's the logger. I actually went, went went with the logger this time around. So very, very good. yeah, How just chilling. It's good, man. It's actually really good. Really good. Are you drinking anything? Are you drinking with me today? Or are you you're being I'm actually sober? just drinking water, man? Drinking Fiji come on, water. bro. Come on, drinking dude. pure life. I just hate some George. Sports. What's up, buddy? What's, what's up, going Georgie? on? How's it going, my dude? Um. What a weird week, man. What a, what a fucking weird week of of just crazy nerd culture. I think one of the major concepts is what we're going to be talking about today. It's going to be a major talking point for all of us today. Welcome to everybody that's jumping into the, the live stream. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. You guys make sure you jump in the comments. Let us know what's up. What's up, Rob? How you doing? Hell yeah, hell uh, yeah. Let us know what's up. Let Rob, us know how up? your week has been going. Let us know things that you heard about this week in nerd news. What have you been doing, man? I know that, uh, of course, we're going to be talking about the major concept, the major topic today, which is, of course, everything that's going on with uh, the the rivals of Marvel, the DC comic book industry and all that stuff. But um, what other stuff have we heard this week? Um, I have been binge watching a bunch of like, I don't know what it was, but I think it's something that you had told me about, like watching reactions like last week. Yeah. And I've been watching uh, Eddie Munson reactions and everybody reacting to Eddie Munson from Stranger Things. Dude, I did that too. <laughs> it's so good, man. You talking about you talking am, about like the, the the solo part, right? Mm-hmm. I watched I that had too. To. Okay, so they ended up releasing this really cool video where Joseph Quinn, the actor who plays Eddie Munson in Stranger Things, was invited to Lollapalooza. I saw that and got to meet Metallica. I saw and that. and got to jam out with him and you know they gave he, him they gave him a guitar they right signed, a they gave him a guitar, guitar and they all signed it I saw mm-hmm. that shit. yeah so now the only thing that I think would have literally broken the internet and tell me you wouldn't have fucking like gone balls deep is if he would have gotten on stage with him as Eddie Munson as like Eddie in Munson. the costume with the crazy fucking mullet wig and everything but to have Chrissy on stage with him 
I don't need Chrissy on stage with him. That would have been good though, because that that is the, that that's the romance. And then like just the All idea. Right. Listen, like, listen, listen, listen. I understand that they were trying to drive home the whole Chrissy thing, but it just didn't mm-hmm. strike a it didn't strike a chord with me at all. Like no. I like it, the connection with them. He was just he was he was he was her drug dealer, dude. That was it. Well, I mean, like, there was there was no really connection with her. That, that 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 nerd life where you don't get the opportunity to talk to like the the badass chick of the school. They did a really she just bad pops up out of nowhere. They did a really bad job explaining that. I understand that's where they were going with that, but as I mean, of where I stand, that was just it made enough of an girl. impact that at the very end, like he played that show specifically in regards to saying like this one's for you, Chrissy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like there, in, in, yeah, like there wasn't a lot of like chemistry. There was but none. just the idea of him like doing the payback, I guess you could say, like setting it up to where she was gonna get her get hers back. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and it was the risk and it was the uh the the sacrifice. Um I watched uh there was a video where they had uh Uma Thurman's daughter, Joe Kiri. I didn't guy. I didn't even know that was her daughter, daughter yeah, dude. I did not know that. That's her and yeah. Ethan Hawke's daughter. I did not know that. Yep. And uh, uh, it was all three of them on a show, and I forgot who the the actress is interviewing them. And they had not seen the 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 that part of the show yet because they had been on tour doing yeah. their press releases and stuff. So they played it for them, and all three of them were tripping out. It was so cool to watch them do it. I was super enthralled by it. And then I watched a bunch of reactions from YouTubers reacting to it. I don't know why. It's just it helps me validate my emotions when I I'm did watching the exact same thing. And by, by the way, guys that are listening, we didn't like pre-plan this like he just did it on his own and i did it on my yeah, own like, I just, I'm, literally just, I, I'm a huge reaction person like i love watching reactions and, and i don't know what it is i don't know what it is about it that i just find this weird enjoyment off of like i think it's like what i said i think it has to deal with the validation of what i'm feeling yeah like i want to see if other people get that same vibe like if i watch a show and i become emotional i think you said it like that now that you're a father you become a lot more emotional and stuff hell yeah uh, I'm not I'm not in that position yet, but I do find myself when I am enthralled or I am uh, taken in by a story and I do become uh, connected to people. I want to see what it's all about. Uh, I even went and I think I told you this when we were watching the Kamala Khan series that I went and specifically looked for people of like the teenage genre that were Pakistani that were watching the show and reactioning yeah. because I wanted to see what it was that I may be lacking because of my age or my my uh my culture and to see it really hit and a lot of those people were very uh um they dug it so i mean i i, I thought that show was great too um but yeah i found myself doing that a lot this week um i had a huge job at work so a lot of people uh, know this about me i'm a graphics designer and uh, this week i had the opportunity to work on probably the biggest sign i've ever worked on before that i've had to put in a computer is 508 inches long which is 40 like 45 feet long. It's like an entire wall for a school. And uh, I had to recreate, I had to create my, just my own image for the school to kind of like um, for their school spirit stuff. And I had the opportunity to work on it today. I blasted it out in like four hours, surprised everybody at work. And they were just like, how the fuck did you do that? And I'm like, it's cause I'm an artist, man. It's what we fucking do. It's what we do. Talk that shit, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking super confident. And then of course, um, Still building on my puzzle. Got some stuff going on this week that I'm going to try to help finalize. Had a friend of mine come by and slap some slap some uh, uh, detective work. What's up, Sharpie Muscles? Yo, yo. Uh, it's my boy, Alex. What's up, boy? Sharpie Muscles. I like that name. That's a fucking great <laughs> name. Um, 
had the opportunity for a friend of mine to come by today and test my navs uh, with the te- with the uh, the puzzle box. He came by and checked all the, the the questions and the riddles and all that stuff. Took him about I say about 30, 40 minutes for him to solve them. Okay, and that was just one part of the beginning. And I was like, okay, cool. If that took you that long, then the next part of the puzzle will take you a little bit longer. The next part will take you. I mean, it starts to gradually become a little bit more difficult and then it declines a little bit and gets more into the story. But I'm really excited. It looks like I got like two more weeks and I should be pretty much complete with everything. Well, I'm happy to hear that, dude. I'm excited for you, dude. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm a big supporter of you. I just said before we even got on the air that you're very creative. Um, and so, man, you, man. dude, kill it. I'm trying. I just like to tinker. It's just my brain just likes to it likes to wander. Just likes to wander. So just really quick, we were talking about things that we were watching or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Jeremy is currently watching The Prey. Uh, okay. The Prey the movie. And I saw that earlier today. I took a nice, I took a nice maybe like hour nap. I woke up and I started watching The Prey. And I know that Rob in the chat has also uh watched it. As well. it. I watched it today. It was cool. All right. It was okay. cool. Um, the best part of it, and this is this is where I kind of just say it was cool because the best part of the movie was just watching all of the cool predator uh, gadgets and shit that that, that he okay. has. You know what I'm saying? So it was like that was like the best part of the movie. The, the was story, the action hype? The, the action had some really good highlights. It starts off pretty slow, but then it gradually gets into where it needs to get to. Um. But that, I mean, again, it, it's it's a cool movie. It's nothing that I want to write home about, but it's it's definitely a cool movie. Does it does it hold its own with the, the no. female heroism? Like, oh, that's what that's where you're going. I thought I was I thought you were going to ask it. Does it hold its own against like the older Predator oh, movies? No, and I would say I would say no. Like I, I would still put the older uh, Predator the originals. Movies be- be- yeah, before this. Um, but no, I, honestly, it, the 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 the. the the heroin aspect of it was pretty cool. It okay. kind of got a, it kind of got a little like uh, childish. It's more like um, it's a uh, not to give anything away, no spoilers or anything, but it's more like a uh, um, trying to prove everyone wrong that I'm worthy of doing the same thing the guys are doing type of oh, okay. type of deal. It's one it's, of those. It's the same. It's the same selling point. It's just, it's a little cheesy part, which I mean it's okay. It's not too bad. I mean when it's pulled off correctly, it works. But sometimes it can be a uh, it can be overused, and yeah. sometimes we need we need a little bit more of that that little creativity into like a different writing aspect. It can but still kind of the, be the same. But that's right? the but that's the great thing about Predator, though. It's like you don't have to give too much. We already know what this is. Like the Predator comes, he wants to find the 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 strongest or the best species on this planet that they're on and try to kill it. That's it. So like you really don't have to do too much. Like it's 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 just it is what it is. There's yeah. no explanation. There's no getting to why he's there. You already know why he's there. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, it cuts yeah. it cuts a lot of the bullshit out. Um, they try to give you a little bit of a storyline, which was again for me a little bit lackluster. But the coolest shit was his gadgets and his weapons. Those Not were nice. top top notch. Yeah, those those were top notch. I was I would out. say. I would say on par with aggressively relaxing. Thank you for searching it up and checking us out. Um, You're getting ready to check out prey. I haven't seen it myself. Hopefully I'll check it out tonight. Um, Again, last week I got to check out the gray man. How was it? I still haven't watched it. It was, it was, uh, it's a little interesting. I'll tell you what though. 
it gets me hyped for an evil Chris uh, Chris Evans. Okay. It gets me hyped for Chris Evans. Because um, he looks like a dickhead in the previews. Like, he, he, looks like is, a, he looks like a fucking he's dude. He's hyper, hyper dickhead. Yeah. Like just, but, it, but it fits him. The mustache fits him. Just that whole genre of it. Um, what's his face? Um, the other dude, I forget. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling portrays himself kind of like the way he portrays himself almost in every one of these action movies he's in. I love Ryan Gosling. Yeah. He's kind of quiet. But what's cool is like, He's a very relaxed, simple guy in this. So, like, instead of him being, like, overly confident or overly um, uh, egotistical, it's more like he's kind of, like, more understanding to anybody. Like, you can literally probably just talk him into doing what you need him to do, as long as you're not a jerk. But Chris Evans' character is over-egotistical, so, like, that's how they kind of, like, bash into each other. So what the story consists of is it's very much almost like a professional film, like uh, Leon, the professional. He's hired to be like a bodyguard type person. Um, something goes array and he has to go kind of like save the day. But Clean in the process up. of it, too, like he goes on his own personal missions as an agent, kind of like it, man. And that's how he finds himself in the the generic storyline. Then it yeah. builds into the whole like more personal matters and stuff. The action's pretty good, but it's nowhere close to what John Wick can pull. It's nowhere close to what John Wick can pull. It's kind of just like that's a, a high movie. bar, though. Like, the, like yeah, John Wick's a high, high bar. Like, I don't think that's fair. Like, I don't think the Russos <laughs> should be on the same scale as trying to compete with like a John Wick. So it, it's one of those things. Like, it kind of portrays kind of like the way it's just been with Ryan Gosling's previous films, like the Driver, the driving one. I forgot what it's called, where he has like the scorpion thing. The yeah. jacket, and then there's of course like Blade Runner, where it's yeah. kind of like just a run and gun, very like you know these people aren't like personally trained in like a martial arts, but the action is trying to be up to that John Wick kind of level. Yeah. So it has some cool stuff, very raw when it comes to the fighting, but the quips and quotes in the in the story are there. Okay. It's funny. The actors are pretty good. Everybody plays a pretty good role. But to me, I think the standout was was Chris Evans. So was this was this a good like let's let's talk about it from the Russo brothers perspective. Okay. Was this like a a good Russo brothers production? Like was this a good movie that they made? You know what? It it does hold up to like the Winter Soldier kind of vibe. But okay. I'm going to say that action and story and character like driving in the character was better in Extraction. Okay. So okay. that's kind of like I'm going to put Extraction a little bit above that which is probably under the Winter Soldier when it comes to this but it, it's still really high up there like it's it's a fun movie you can get away with it okay like i kind of feel like it's like a good like i'm gonna like kind of like this like our podcast like i'm gonna take a drink i'm gonna buy some pizza kick back and i just want to watch something to waste some time i think it's one of those that you'll put it on and you'll you'll get lost in it a little bit so so vince weaver uh put in the chat ryan gosling as ghost rider in the mcu i wouldn't mind that if you ryan gosling is a very funny person like yeah, he's, extreme, he's really he's, good. Yeah, he's, he's funny as fuck. fuck. So if you wanted the Ghost Rider to have like that, that funny sarcasm, like a, almost like a I, Ryan Reynolds kind of. I get exactly. Yeah. I can kind of. I can kind of see that. If you're not going that route with them, then don't even bother. Absolutely not. I don't know. I think Ryan Gosling could really pull off a really badass Cyclops, because we're gonna need a heavy hitter for the X Men. Like we're we're gonna need heavy actors for it. Yeah. And and you know how or not and- or not or not. The one thing and this is what I will give the MCU in the list long of credits that I will give them for. 
when they do they they are really good at taking lesser known talent and building Mm -hmm. like they're 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 perfect at that so yeah that's true i wouldn't mind like that's the thing Uh, gabriel luna did a really good job as robbie reyes and i think that ghost rider they're kind of pushing him more mike betancourt Shout out to my dude in the comments. He's already back in here. He's jumping yeah. into the nerd conversation with us. Um, yeah, absolutely correct. I think Gabriel Luna brought a, an amazing Robbie Reyes to Agents of Shield. Um, probably the best variation of Ghost Rider we had seen on screen. Comparing it, of course, to uh, the hype Nicolas Cage dude. But do you think the masses want to see the the Robbie Reyes as opposed to the Johnny Blaze? Yeah, you, you know what? I don't think the masses. The masses. Yeah, I don't though. think it really matters anymore. Really? With the way, yeah, because like, not a lot of people know each of the story. There's even a third Ghost Rider character, and a lot of people just don't really know the characters. They just know Johnny Blaze is a Ghost Rider who uses a regular motorcycle, and he's got spikes on his shoulders. Yeah. Like other than that, there's not really a lot of like depth or dwell into the character unless you're like a really big fan. Other than that, people just want to see a dude with a flaming head and something like a badass. Like that's kind of what I feel like it is. It is. It is. But the idea of seeing ease, it <laughs> is. Like ease. <laughs> I, I kind of feel like you you have enough room to do both. Where like you have Robbie Reyes and just like the original Ghost Rider, when the rider comes back at the end of his movie and he's like, you know, he's like what he's riding a horse yeah. next to a dude in a motorcycle. You could do that with Robbie Reyes and Johnny Blaze and have them both go out and do damage. But the thing is, is like we know the Johnny Blaze story because he sells his soul to Mephisto. Again, here goes what is it? A conspiracy theory? Mephisto's he's behind everything. Uh, well, Robbie Reyes gets the Ghost Rider uh thing a really different way, but then gets Johnny Blaze's blessing later. So I think it's a it's a really, really cool story. I think it's a really more interesting story to bring it. So I don't know. It'd be pretty cool. Then maybe we get a, uh, yeah, like a Nicolas Cage run back, dude. He comes in with the Robbie Ray. God, that would be so I don't bad. think I need that. Yeah, I don't think I need that. <laughs> I'm telling you, with the way DC was going, we were originally, we were, we were eventually going to get the uh, Kevin Smith Superman, dude. Like everybody hashtagging <laughs> some random shit all the time. And then we're going to get the Tim Burton Batman with the Superman. And it was coming, man. It really was. But we're going to, we're going to get into the DC talks a little bit later. But going back to that, because that's an interesting question. That's really cool because Vince brings up a really good concept. Ryan Gosling as Ghost Rider. And then you said, would it be cool to bring in the Ghost Rider? And then we said about the Mm X-Men. But the thing is, is they're already going to change the name of the X-Men because they want the inclusivity with the word man out of the word X-Men. So they're just going to call it the mutants. And then Mm -hmm. eventually it'll be like Team X or they'll, they'll find a hopefully a more creative way to do it. But. First, I want to ask just a simple question. Is it by chance, and I don't want to do this in an offensive way. I want people to give me good explanations. Do Is it enough for us to say X-Men is, is very gender neutral and it does not allow us to be more exclusive to everybody else? You know what I mean? It's very hard to explain. So I don't really like, I get the argument. I, I know what you're trying to say. Um, but I feel like to me, it's such a household name. That like the X Men just kind of defines anybody with the gene, but then again, it, it deals with the whole uh, the exclusivity of the gender thing. I just don't think there was ever an issue with it ever. 
Like, I think if there was a, if there even, even in today's society, if somebody, if I heard there being a, a group of people saying, um, stop calling it X-Men, then you should probably change it. But if there was, was if there was really never a problem, any, a problem with it, I would just keep it personally. That I mean, it, to me, it's just one of those things. Like, I, I, I mean, I grew up just like everybody else reading it. And I was just as much a fan of the female characters as I was a fan of the males. And I never looked at it as a sense of it explaining that X-Men or X-Men literally meant in the sense of like a gender issue. And you know what? You know what? I would think that if there was a problem with these, the power dispersed, like, like, like the dispersed of powers throughout the X-Men and it not being, let, let, let's say the women were kind of not as powerful as the men, but some of the no, most, like power, some of the most powerful X-Men were women. So it's like, right I don't know. As a matter of fact, in the comic books, the, the, the person who rules Mars, mm-hmm. and I'm talking about the whole fucking planet is storm. Storm yeah. is literally like the queen of Mars. And if ever, if anybody goes to Mars, to like, I don't know why they would go, but just in case, like they have to answer to her first because she. I always like Storm, bro. I always like Storm because you know what? Like she would never have like a major arc in any X Men story or yeah. iteration, but she was always the bailout. Like she would always come through in a clutch situation. There, there were they, they used to have this one story, and I can't forget. Uh, it's like I forgot the name of the people, but do you remember the cartoon? You remember the cartoon X Men? You just course, you saw it, like so. Yeah. You remember that part where she goes into the sewers and she meets all those like mutants, the Odyssey uh, ones? The underground, yeah, the yeah. undergrounds, right? Yeah. So she ends up becoming like their leader because she beats their uh, their chick that's in charge of them. But that's actually a really big part in the comic books, also. But of course, like we have the marriage to T'Challa, the the union of both of them in the comics. Uh, I don't know how they're going to go across it now because of all the situation that's going on with Black Panther Two, but I, I hope we get some kind of nod to it because it was something that the Morlocks. Yeah, there you the go. The Morlocks. That's yeah, what they yeah, were. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it right there. My good call, man. I really hope that we get some kind of nod. I know that, of course. There's been people talking about like, oh, Storm's gonna show up at the um the funeral scene for T'Challa. She's gonna be there, and I'd be like, well, it's kind of like, it would kind of be in bad taste because we were expecting to have that romance fulfill itself in the movies because a lot of people wanted to see that come to fruition. But because of how they're gonna run it, it's kind of a little bit harder for them to go through. But hopefully, they find a way, man. Uh, I still want to see that. I think it's a great story in the comics. It's a really cool romantic love interest for Black Panther in the comics, and I would like to see that come to fruition. So, yeah, Storm Storm's a Omega level, yeah, Omega level mutant. She literally is the god of of uh, the storms. Actually, what's really Weather. cool is like, she's, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a she's a Thor in the Thor core. She's been oh, one shit. of the only other people to carry the hammer. She's like even Thor is like he believes in her as like a god of of the storm also. But see, that's what that's my whole point is like some of the the strongest and aka Omega level mutants have been women. Mm -hmm. They've been women. Like, let's not even get on Jean Grey. Jean Grey. That's what I'm saying. Let's not get on Jean Grey. And 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 not even to mention that uh, her and Cyclops thought Scarlet, Scarlet Witch, Scarlet Scarlet Witch. Witch. These are Omega. Yeah, yeah, these are like Omega level fucking. Yeah. I mean, even Emma Emma Frost, Emma Frost, like some of the strongest. Even the hammer and nail character like wolverine 
is still like one of the baddest motherfuckers in the comics. And literally the dude can just heal and stab through anything. Like that's all he can do. He's just a hammer. He's literally just a fucking butter knife, like a really hot butter knife. Yeah. And he just, he tanks every motherfucker that's in the goddamn comics. Like no, 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 no chill, no chill. And then of course we have everything that came to fruition with the uh, sword of X or the house of X that just recently came through. They have the five, the, there are five mutants that can literally bring any mutant back to life. Mm -hmm. So there's literally immortality between all the mutants, which has started this whole entire ruckus in the comic books. A lot of people are like, you could have saved my kid. Why is immortality like just for mutants? And it's, it's wild. It's super wild. So yeah, comic books, you know, they, they, they're still out there somewhere. Still out there getting some sales. Now that we're on the mutants, I don't we don't have to stay mm-hmm. on here longer. Uh, mm-hmm. but do you think at some point we'll get X-Men v Avengers? Fuck that. Well, I mean it it determines, right? Because I think we will after Secret Wars, but that's gonna be like when they revamp the Avengers, when they reboot everybody. Okay, because all the older actors aren't gonna come back at that age. So they're going to revamp. They're going to have a new Iron Man. They're going to have a new Cap, new everybody. They'll just bring in younger actors to play these roles. And then from there, once that's established, I think after Secret Wars is when they're going to canonize and collaborate and and consolidate the entire universe with everybody in it correctly. And then they're going to start anew and then do the MCU as it should have been. Now, Alex says that's one of his favorite storylines, the the Avengers versus X Men. But I I I didn't read it in real time. I actually had to like do like a comic explain later on. It's, it's still the same down the line. Yeah, it works, but it didn't get a lot of like good reviews. Why is nah, that? It, it didn't. It's it's because it was during the whole entire time when they weren't really doing anything with the X Men. Okay. So like it was the time in the Avengers too. Like they. It kind of had run its course. Like they weren't really focusing so much on building it. I think if I'm not mistaken, it was around the time during like Civil War II, maybe, maybe a little bit before it. Mm-hmm. So like comic books were already on this weird decline where people just weren't paying attention to them as much. Cause there was already a push to make certain characters bigger and whatnot. So when they did A versus X, they switched all these people. I think the highlight character out of that whole thing. Probably was well AVX, right? Mm-hmm. I can't even think of anybody that was really like a highlight in it. It was that's like, what a lot of people were saying that yeah, it was like, lackluster. But you like, said, not not saying anything to, to Alex. I'm I'm pretty sure. It's, nah. it's, it, I mean, I again, I know what happened. I, I read the comics explained. It seemed dope, but it just didn't get a lot of buzz. It didn't get a lot of people like in like into it. <laughs> yeah, I I kind of feel like it was just one of those things like. The X-Men have already kind of been used and abused in the story plots. Okay. And for them to fight against the Avengers was literally like House of M all over again. Like that was probably the coolest way to see them all come together in a comic book was where you had the Avengers literally get together with the X-Men and say, hey, we need to kill this chick. She's wild. Like, and then Magneto was like, bad dude, like I can't control her, man. I can't just punish her and put her in a room anymore. Like, like stronger than me. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. I thought it was cool. Okay. Um, for me, it was one of those things. I think the X Men versus uh, the Inhumans was an interesting story, but then that fell through. Also, I think it was just a weird time in comics. That's what I really think it is. I think it was just a time where people weren't just really paying attention to it. I think that was like right on the the end of Michael Bencore. You're probably going to have to tell me if I'm right, but 
this will be like right at the end of like Siege or Dark Avengers, like like in between Siege, Fear itself, kind of like around those times, and then like right before Civil War Two. That's what I'm guessing because you have to remember that there was a time where Marvel had sold the rights to the Fox to the Fox universe for the Avengers or the X Men, and they weren't able to use the characters, so they had rewritten them to be like completely killed off by by Scarlet Witch. There was only like 170 of them left. And and they just didn't want to use them. They they didn't want to make toys because they had to pay royalties to Fox for them. Yeah. So they were like, "Yo, yo, we we got to cut these guys out for a bit because we don't want to be giving these guys free money and free advertisement. If we're making a series and we're putting toys out, they're going to be like, "Yo, so where's the toys for Dark Phoenix the movie? Where are the toys for and they didn't want to make toys after X-Men first class they stopped making toys i think fox had to like outsource to another company to get toys made and they weren't very good so it was just one of those things like like marvel was just really awkward the way that they're using the characters it wasn't until they got the rights back that they were like boom house of x boom sword of x boom they started making all these crazy moves to get them and then they were like inhumans get the fuck out of here like we don't need you Inhumans, (laughs) get the fuck back on the moon leave us alone so it was it was it was kind of weird it was kind of a weird time yeah, Michael Bencourt says after Siege, during Dark Avengers, before Fear itself. See, and Dark Avengers was a great fucking storyline. Okay, like Dark Avengers, that's where Norman Osborn takes over the Avengers. He gets the Iron Patriot costume. He brings in Ares to be Thor. Brings in Draken, which is Wolverine's son, to be Wolverine. Brings in uh, Bullseye to be Hawkeye. Yeah, it's it's super crazy. It was a good story, and then that went into Siege. So, or yeah, that one went into Siege. So. It, those were a little bit more of an interesting time in, in comic books, but the A versus X was kind of like right at the ending of that, and a lot of people were just weren't in on it. I think there was just like a like a tiring issue with it. People were just tired of all the comics at the time. So, yeah, it is what it is. But, um, yeah, Ghost Rider, Ryan Goslin, that would be fucking legit. <laughs> Goes all the way back. Segway all the way back to Ghost Rider. <laughs> uh, Sharpie Muscle says... Yeah, Iron Patriot, Namor was uh, Norman Osborn was awesome, and Michael Bencourt says he gets rid of Shield and replaces it with Hammer. With that's hammer. right, I do remember that. Man, one of these days we're gonna have to talk about Siege, man, because I think that's that's an interesting concept for us to get in a movie, uh, knowing that we're gonna get Captain America: New World Order. They're gonna keep. I can't believe they're gonna keep that name, dude. I'm so ready for all your wrestling me. And I was I was emphatic about that on the show. Like here, I was like, I was like, there's no way that Disney there's no way that Disney's gonna keep that name. But apparently they're they're moving along. They're fucking they're hundred percent. They just showed that shit on a big screen and everything. I'm I'm just more excited for not the conspiracy or Illuminati themes. I'm more excited for like the Hulk Hogan NWO Captain America themes. Like someone (laughs) to put him in like the Hulk Hogan bandana and the black beard. Like, that's what I'm really waiting for. NWO. NWO Wolfpack. Woo! What did they do? Little little rock on signs and shit? I remember some you got stuff. It. You got I remember it, some stuff. You got it, Chris. Stuff. Hopefully, got it. Uh, it would be fantastic. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. 
many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at MIDI Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. If in some way in Captain America New World Order, uh, Kevin Nash came out in it. <laughs> we, know Kevin, <laughs> we know Kevin Nash is uh, a hobbyist actor came out as a villain in the Punisher one time in the old, old movie. Uh, so to get him, you know, maybe, you know, just as a little casual, you know, villain here and there would be kind of nice. He'll give a little bit of the Razor Ramon action, you know, throw a toothpick at someone or something. It'd be pretty cool. I'd be down for that. But let's cut to the chase. Oh, it's, it's time? It's, it's time. I think, I, I think we're going to end up talking a lot on here about it. There is, uh, there is some wild wild things that are going on right now in the nerd nerd world and it is crazy as hell so would you would you like to tell them the the people that are listening sir exactly what it is you're talking about well i wanted to ask everyone in the comment section please raise your hand who was excited for the release for the release of Batgirl, raise your hand, class. Please raise your hand. I'm gonna, uh, you know what? I'm gonna raise my hand. I'm not, a, I'm not dickhead. I'm that dickhead clown guy in in school that just wants to fucking. I'll raise my hand for Gotham Knights. Discuss, yeah. I was gonna raise my hand for Gotham Knights. So apparently, this week turned into a huge purge at Warner <laughs> fucking thumbs down for a uh, a huge purge in DC uh, comic books and DC films. Uh, the new CEO, or what is he? Is he like a CEO, or is he? What is this guy? What's his name? Selvik, Eric Selvik. No, Sazlov. Sazlov. I love Zaslov. it. Like a, like a Russian mobster, dude. Um, went in. They took him into this beautiful theater, sat him down with the cool ass love seats, and they showed him a uh, almost post production of the Batgirl film. And my ideal expression is the dude stood up, threw his popcorn all up at the theater and was like, yo, throw that shit in the trash. Everyone fired. This guy literally threw out a $90 million movie that was literally on the ending of it being finished and put in theaters. So this is the thing, right? So this, the guy, David Zasloff and, and, and Michael Betancourt does clarify that he is the president of discovery and for all those that do not know um discovery and warner brothers have merged um so now there is the warner brothers discovery company all right and the person that is in charge that is that is watching over the entire thing is david zaslov 
So apparently somebody thought it was a great idea to show the CEO of probably one of the biggest companies in the world. Just a screener of this Batgirl film that costs about roughly 90 million. And that's not including the contracts with Michael with Keaton actors, yeah. and everybody else that, that's involved. He saw it and immediately, and I, I'm pretty sure this was like the tipping scale. Like this, this, this screening was the reason that he just dismantled. And when I say dismantled, I mean he is going to dismantle the entire DC universe as we know it. So for all you, as as for all you Snyder fans that are out there, forget about it. It's over. It's done. Batgirl, ten out of ten. It's over. Ten out of ten. So um, so the guy saw the video of that girl, whatever it was that they showed him, and he was very disappointed enough that he literally just cut it. Like he was like, Yo, I'm gonna chalk it up for just a, a, a bad week for you all. Uh, we're gonna tax write off this 90 million dollars. I'm gonna get like 10 bucks back, uh, and, and and onwards to the next one. And they showed him Gotham Knights. And he literally probably up and slapped. He threw up. No, he threw room. up. He, he threw, threw up. up in his, he threw up in his seat, like yeah, on himself. Just, I wonder what it was like. Like, I, dude. And then in the chat, I sent you guys the video of Ari going around paintballing everybody, and that's <laughs> what I wanted from Entourage. And I want to swear to God that that's exactly what it looked like. Like this guy got shown Batgirl, and I want to say that like maybe it was like the the presentation. Maybe someone was like, yo, I got this on my Switch. <laughs> the Rock showed up to show him Batgirl on his Switch from uh, San Diego Comic-Con, right? Or his fucking Game Boy Advanced. And they showed it to him, and he looked at the guy and fucking flipped, the table flipped it. And just, <laughs> it just went on just a ravishing rage of like, you're fired, you're fired, you're fired, you're fired. It, it's, uh, okay. So this, all right. There is a lot that's going on. Right oh now yeah, shit. When yeah. it comes when it comes to just this topic alone. So again, you have David Zasloff that is inheriting this shitstorm of a company called Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, besides their back catalog, they really haven't put out much to get excited for. So now he's taking on this this burden of trying to resurrect this failing company, as you, if you will. Mm-hmm. Once he came out, after all, after after he started, after the rumors were coming yeah, out that, that yeah. movies were getting axed left and right, the company itself, the, the Warner Brothers Discovery Company, took a dive in the stocks, 15%. Damn. So not only are you dismantling, you're dismantling the company to try to save a buck, but in the midst of that, all the stockholders that you're trying to do this for, they're also losing money because now they're losing, you know, the, the stock is going down. So he, I'm assuming that his only his only avenue here was just to, you know what, if the stock goes down, it is what it is, but we're starting fresh. Like that whole division over there, we're going to dismantle it and we're just, you know what, we're just going to start fresh. And and he he's 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 dedicated to it and no matter I've been seeing a lot of people that have been upset over the actors and because apparently the actors didn't know this was going to happen until we knew the public which is kind of fucked up if you think about it. Yeah. But he w- he was committed to it. He was committed to it and he's sticking to it. He's 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 dead set on just giving this Warner Brothers DC part of this company a 10-year plan and move on from there. Whoever yeah, doesn't my, like it fuck minus, off. minus access media that just agrees to agree. 
almost everybody that went in to watch this was saying it was not in good shape. Yeah. So all of these actors that were like, yo, we put our heart and soul into this. It was amazing and all this other stuff. What the fuck were they watching? I don't think it's more of the fact of what they were watching. It's more the fact that it was just par for the course. It was like you had somebody in charge over there at one point that just greenlit whatever the fuck they wanted to. And mm-hmm. everyone just had to be on board. And that was it. You know, yeah, um, I can see that. I can see that. And of course, like, I think uh, we mentioned this earlier in the chat when, when you and I were talking. Who wouldn't fucking be excited to be called by DC and Warner Brothers and be told, hey, you're going to be this superhero. Like, you're going to be that person. You've yeah. won the human lottery and you're going to be this superhero to mankind. You're going to be the face like Chris Evan is Captain America. Tony Stark is Iron Man. You know, Henry Cavill is Superman. The Rock will be Black Adam. Fucking Ezra Miller, the cultist, is the Flash. Like, we look at these. Gal Gadot is the most. That's probably one of the saddest things is they cut. They're probably going to cut Wonder Woman because they're going to get rid of Snyderverse. And I don't think they're going to find a better Wonder Woman than Gal Gadot. She was was amazing. She was literally. She embodied everything that I thought Wonder Woman could be. The look. The acting, the fighting, the stances, the so wait, sweet, 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 sweet. On record, before we get into all of that, we still have to like there's the elephant in the room, Chris. There's the mm-hmm. elephant in the room that needs to be answered with everything that's been going on. And I want to know from the people in the comments, with all these movies that are getting axed, do we mm-hmm. think that this flash movie is still coming out in June of next year? Oh god, man. I uh how do you ask weird. how do you ask all these other movies and then you don't ask the obvious one that's that one. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what I think is going on. That's what the DC and Warner Brothers people are looking at as their escape into a new universe. Like they're they're gonna be like, oh, okay, well, we can use the flash movie, change the ending, and make it to where the flash runs into a whole new universe and he's a new actor, but okay. we just use that whole movie. Cause we still have all those assets and all that, all Alex. that film. But like, how do you do it without contributing to all the mess that like this person, Ezra Miller has brought to shaming the DC universe and Warner brothers. Like even this week, as a matter of fact, it, it's never stopped. We made fun of it like for fucking almost a whole month, a whole two months. I was going to say it might be more than a month. Just the other day, uh, news outlets were like, uh, 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 we got issue that Ezra Miller is driving somewhere in the entire United States with a gun and fucking bulletproof vest. And I'm like, well, that's super. Remember, I was in the comments. I'm like, oh, fuck. Watch out, fucking Ezra Miller's in the Northern Hemisphere. You know, and we're all not safe here on the planet Earth. Like, who the fuck just makes up shit about him driving across the U.S.? And then the idea was, <laughs> what did he say? He was afraid because of the FBI and the KKK. And or the KKK. I'm so like, that's pretty fucking vague, man. Michael Bancourt brings up a very interesting thing, which I think we can actually talk about. Um, he said, uh, Discovery Plus released an official statement that The Flash will continue its release um, at a cost nearing three, $300, 300 million. million. That's a whole ass country. At a cost nearing $300 million, there is no way in the world that they can tax okay. relief that one. Now, that is all in true, right? Yeah. And under normal circumstances, Mike, I would be on board and I would I would agree with you. 
But this guy, David Zaslov, he's not fucking around, dude. Like, I think he may eat $300 million and just to start over again. I mean, what was it? Okay, look, this is a legitimate question. What is it going to take? Like, what is it going to take for Ezra Miller to do for them to be like, oh, fuck, we need to cut this movie? Does he need to have an actual shootout? No, but see, that's the that's the point. Is like that point that we're talking about that you're asking for. We've yeah. been there. We were there two months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. But like, but notice that they have not. They haven't said anything. They haven't, they said, haven't anything. said anything. San Diego Comic Con. They didn't fucking have you know fucking pops of the Flash. They didn't have at least like a whoops. Like I don't know what to tell you. Like we're trying to figure it out ourselves. They could have come out and been like, uh, we called him and he hasn't even answered his phone. Like we don't really know what to tell. They could have made up some bullshit. They literally could have given us something and they still just they didn't even say anything. And you know what's even sadder than that? We've been waiting for news for them because there's no way there's no way that anyone in the world is like, yo, they should still have this movie with the way Ezra Miller's uh, been like been in these last couple of months. There's no way everyone's like, dude, when are they going to they're going to fire him? They have to fire him. Everyone, everyone. And they fired the Batgirl chick first and she loved her role and she's doing good. Okay, I was waiting for Alex. I was Alex. I was waiting for Mike to say this. Now, this is the this is. I was gonna let you finish your point, and like this yeah, is yeah. where this is where we're gonna go with this, right? So Mike says, "I'm calling. They drop another couple of million, do re do reshoots, and the story changes. New Flash actor and oh, yeah. a new DCU. Now, let me ask you a question. If you're David mm-hmm. Zaslav, right? You're already three million in a hole. The three hundred million. Three hundred million in a hole. Yeah, yeah. What Mike is propositioning. That's going to cost you so much more money. So much more. So much more money, dude. But do they have just the money, cut, I guess. Do you, all right, so then just cut your losses, dude. Yeah, fuck it. That's what I would say. Cut your like, losses. If you're 300 in a hole, you may have to eat that. Whatever tax relief you can get from that, get it and call it a day. What you're proposing is going to put you even more in the hole. And then if it still sucks and you don't make any money from it, then what? I just, I really think it's a bad thing what DC's doing with the Flash thing right now. Because this person is so unhinged. Like, the only thing that's going to be the next thing is he does physical harm to someone in a deadly way. What if this and movie Warner sucks, Warner Brothers dude? is going to be connected to that. What if this movie sucks, bro? Like, what if, what if no matter what you do... You don't have the right people involved, and you're no, just no. not going to make any money from it in the like. No matter what happens, before that even happens, right now with all the circulation of what's going on with DC, and them still not making any effort to address the Flash situation. Ezra Miller, God, hope he doesn't do some stupid ass bitch shit like this. Walks into like a civ- a civilian place, and opens fire and shoots a bunch of people. All right, bro. Wait, 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 what? No, no, no. I, I know. I know. It's like you don't want that to happen. But do you see him not being past that? Where are you going with this? DC needs to cut cut it just completely and just be okay. like, we're done. Like we should have been done with this months ago. Okay. We do not need to be connected to a person this way. Yeah. Like, no. but my thing is, look at how shit it is that they released everyone from the Batgirl film. And then just said it was because they had a shitty movie, but Ezra Miller has still been protected by DC and Warner Brothers, and they kept this shit on the on the block. Well, I think it's because they don't understand or they don't know exactly what they're going to do with the Flash movie. That's the reason why I present that question as what 
everyone else thinks about it because I don't think they know but what they're going to do yet. With, the, with this guy and his actions, who the fuck cares what they're going to do with that character? If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at Midi understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And Midi can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. Midi clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Like, it's the guy that's going to ruin your it's, fucking name. I, it's, 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 about, it's past that. Like, whatever damage... Um, he could do i think you're in it for the long haul at this point cuz you haven't you haven't you haven't put out you haven't put out any press releases you haven't put out anything regarding his actions or whatever so you're you're you're, you're strapping in and hoping for the best you're hoping that he doesn't do what exactly yeah, what you're I saying fucking, that he does so man i remember we it laughed about haul. it we laughed about that 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 him breaking into the people's house cuz we thought yeah. it was like the wildest shit that that to me at that moment in my life was like wow that's crazy i've never heard that shit before and now it's it's gotten to the point where there's like child grooming, kids in a barn, him talking shit to some kid on a video that just wanted to take a picture with him. <laughs> that and was my favorite him, one, by the way. Him calling out the cake, my the KKK is still my favorite. Him calling out the KKK in the funniest fucking way possible. Uh, but then to be like that, the national news is like. Hey, this guy's driving around with a gun somewhere in the United States. Like, I think everyone in the United States just needs to be on end. Just be aware that Ezra Miller's out there. Like, it's almost like he's a new boogeyman. Like, it's like, dude, why do I got to be scared to be outside? Like, can you imagine kids are out playing and their mom comes out and be like, y'all come back in at 7 p.m. Ezra Miller might be out. Like, I, it, it's wild. With this acquisition between Discovery Plus or just the Discovery brand, and Warner Brothers, they can eat three hundred million dollars. It's gonna oh, suck. Fucking easy, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's gonna suck, but they can do it. Yeah, I don't. I don't suggest them dumping any more money into this. I don't suggest them reshooting a goddamn thing. Scrap it. Just fucking let them go. Let scrap it all go, it. and just scrap come it. out. And, and then, like, and then, know. and then, and then, at that point, if you scrap it, Ezra Miller can do whatever the whatever fuck the he fuck wants. he wants. If you if, if you if you release listen this the release for this movie is in June twenty third two thousand and twenty three whole last year man that's giving him a full year to do some fuck shit to even fuck up your money even more that, cut it cut it dude there's the, do you really I, think I, do you really think do you really think Ezra Miller is gonna stay is gonna stay 
in a in a in a cave somewhere for the next year. This guy has shown you that he is unstable as fuck, and this is the person that you're going to depend to make to recoup three hundred million dollars from, bro. Can you imagine? Watch, just imagine this. Imagine Ezra Miller processing everything that's going on with DC right now. Like, imagine him knowing. Remember the Snyder cut when someone was like, "Yo, I heard they're going to cut the Snyder cut and they're deleting everything." You remember when he tripped out? Yeah. And he was like, that's a lie. It's not going anywhere. It's here for staying. That Snyder Cut's not going anywhere. It's coming back, baby. Like, he took that shit personal. Now, here comes this dude, and he just wipes out everything. And he's like, we're scrapping all this shit. We're going to redo it all. We're going to make it like DC. It's not or like Marvel or whatever the fuck. Like, we're going to do some shit, and we're yeah. cutting all this crap. I guarantee he's going to feel the heat, and he's going to be like, dude, I'll retaliate. Show yeah. me what's up. Like, I'll, I'll call out the KKK. I don't give a fuck. Like, I'll call out this dude. Like, you know, it, it, it to me, it's one of those things. Like, he is too volatile. He's too far gone to give him the opportunity to represent your name. Yeah. Like, cut him. Like, cut and that, him and, and that time, and that time was months ago, by the way. Yeah. Well, like, that that's was not, that's not, yeah. Back, that's not like right now. That was months ago. Um, and Mike, Mike brings up another good point. Um, that you and I had talked about in pre-production and we talked about in our group chat. I feel really bad for Michael Keaton, bro. His 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 next couple of years were slated. Like he had a contract with Warner Brothers to make some decent fucking change. And now not only is the Flash movie in jeopardy of not coming out, but the Batgirl movie is automatically scrapped and god knows what's going to happen with morbius and that fucking shit show morbius morbius is so like re-released he went from fucking booked and busy to fucking are you guys hiring like no i, I mean, feel bad I, for him yo look watch 100 percent. dc does whatever it wants it still calls michael keaton to come back when they fix all their shit and michael keaton will come back you think because, he wants to be associated with this after after I, this? Well, shit? I think I think when for what they're doing, can you imagine? You you personally fuck Michael yeah, Keaton. I'm, I'm, you, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna vouch for this, and I'm gonna you say, personally, if you were Michael Keaton, would you want to be associated with any of this shit moving forward after this? Well, I wouldn't have wanted to be associated with Batgirl. But let's say you did, because they offered you a boatload of money. But let's say you oh, did. Oh yeah, money money's another thing. Job part that's cool. I would not want I would not want to be anywhere near this if it ever came back at all. You guys, you know what? I'm thank you for the money because I have an ironclad contract. You guys will be paying me the rest of however the fuck whatever, much yeah, you whatever we promise. You're but gonna pay me on out, which I guarantee my, they're gonna do lose that with Michael Keaton. My number. Lose my number. Don't call me, don't email me, don't text me, don't fucking smoke screen me, don't do a lose it. Lose my fucking <laughs> number. We're done Pony here. Express, nothing. nothing. Western nothing. Union, nothing. Lose AOL, my fucking number. Messenger, nope. Yahoo Messenger. Nothing. Don't even. Don't even Yahoo Messenger. And if my and if and if my agent calls me saying that you contacted them, I'm firing my agent on the spot. <laughs> Back to Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's getting fired. Don't call me. Look, it's it's one of those things that with the with the news and the talks of what was surrounding Batgirl the movie, I think Michael Keaton's position would have just been, "Hey man, I'm just gonna get paid." They got they got me this suit from Party City, like I'm um, I'm just gonna wear what they got me. I'm just gonna say a couple words and I'm out. I can't even turn. Like I don't need to look around. Like I'm good. But the moment they say that someone comes in and he has inspiration 
from the dude who ran Marvel for 10 years into the most amazing, beautiful masterpiece in cinematic history in the last 20 years. And someone was like, hey, look, you got to work with these dudes on with the character that's probably the highest, highest growing character, Spider-Man. Yeah. We want that. We want that success. Would you be willing to make a cameo and we'll pay you some money? I guarantee he'll be like, did you get rid of that suit? No, <laughs> He's like, man, I guarantee yeah. it. There's just something about it that I know that once he realizes that someone's got a hold of this horse and they got the reins and it looks you would, good. You, yeah, yeah, you would have to show me something. You yeah, can't you, just like come to me and you guys, let's say three years down the line after you guys have started executing your plan, you come to me and you have given nothing but shit, move, shit movies and shit shows since then. Mm-hmm. I'm going to deny you. I don't care how much money you give me because now my name is associated with this, but yep. you're going to have to show me something. You're going to show me that you guys are serious about improving this brand and then I'll consider and it. And then I'll consider it. But uh, 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 but until then, no. But they got to prove it, though. We got to prove it with those first entries. And right pay now. Out, pay out what's to the left of my contract and then yep. leave me alone. That's it. And and right now, we know that the first of this 10, because they're talking about having like a 10-year plan, right? A 10-year plan, correct. A 10-year plan. We'll put that up. So DC's talking about a 10-year plan because that 10-year plan was very successful for Marvel. Now, what they're planning is Marvel will do Secret Wars. And then from Secret Wars, they're going to have to do reboots because they're going to have to revamp the entire thing. And just like we talked about earlier, bring in the X-Men without having to do it in a weird multiverse story. Stop using the multiverse because a multiverse fucks your entire story up because nothing is, is, is important or valued anymore. And same thing with the timeline. They need to consolidate and make it just one solid story and then continue from there. So we know that they're going to do a big reboot after Secret Wars. When they're doing that and they're doing their planning is when I think they're going to initiate the 10-year plan for DC. Because that would be during the hiatus of Marvel. Mm -hmm. And in fact, with what happened with right now, I mean, with them doing this during Phase 4, it's a big move. Because Phase 4 is the weakest that Marvel is doing, and everything that Marvel right now, after Thor, Love, and Thunder, has been a decline in success for their films. So right now, DC can kind of take this and be like, people are going to start clamoring for something. They're going to start wanting something different. This is our time to shine. What are your thoughts of David Zaslov's um comments when he specifically referenced Kevin Feige and what he's doing at marvel i think it's important i think it's important for someone to but like naming him naming him by name by like, name, that's like yeah. that's like breaking that's the like breaking wall. yeah that's like breaking kayfabe it's being meta, dude. <laughs> yeah so all my wrestling fans out there rob if he's still in the chat that's like breaking kayfabe at that point that's like mm-hmm. acknowledging something that should not be acknowledged, be acknowledged in that franchise or through and that person he specifically named kevin feige as the pedestal which we all know, but like the, the the competition has acknowledged him as the pedestal, and that's what we have to look forward to going forward in the DCU. I I mean, I like it. Yeah, I like, for, it. For, like for those that aren't wrestling fans, this would be the equivalent to Burger King going out and saying, "Damn, the number one from Waterburger slaps." Yeah. Like that would literally be it because you don't expect Burger King to be talking about Waterburger or Wendy's or anybody. 
this is what it is there to have someone in dc acknowledge the success of the marvel universe and say we want that that's exactly what every fan has said for the last like eight years nine years rob let it go and and right now with all of the mess that's been surrounding the dc universe and the snyderverse someone needs to snip it all in the butt because it is super confusing mm-hmm it is super confusing. We got the pattern verse, the pa- Patterson verse. We got the Joaquin Phoenix Joker verse. We got the Snyder verse. We got the Shazam verse. We got the, the, we got everything. And it's a mess because no one knows what's important and what's not. Yeah. We but just it's, gotta- it's the, it's the, it's the X factor. And I'm sorry to cut you off. It's the no, no, X factor. Fine. And this is the one thing that I've always liked about Kevin Feige. And it's the fact that he is a fan of this shit. He yeah, gets he it. loves his stuff. He gets it. And that's something that the DC or the Warner Brothers, they never had. They never even tried to duplicate it until now. Like, Kevin Feige is a fan of this shit. Like, he will go to war over this shit. And I, 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 I love, and that's, and you can see it. You can see in the quality of the movies that we get and why there's such a gap between the DCU and in the Marvel unit and the MCU. Um, I just, you know what I'm rooting for. I'm rooting for for them over there at Warner brothers. Cause I kind of want the MCU to have I some want, competition. Yeah. I want, I, I want, mean, I, I want to have competition. That. I just, I want to be able to see something healthy come out of that universe. Yeah. Like that's, that's all. It's not really about competition because how is it competition? If we're in a time in our life that we're getting an X-Men movie and a Batman movie at the same time that are just exponentially the best thing in cinematic history. Cause right now people wait religiously for Marvel to release a film and then they don't go to the theaters. Like right now it's just specifically that people are waiting for superhero films. Like, yes, I'm not saying that people don't go to theaters and watch random movies. No, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that these are the most anticipated movies for everyday civilian people. They know when Marvel releases a film. Absolutely. DC needs that type of recognition. And it doesn't need to be like, oh, I'm going to go see that movie to see if it sucks. It doesn't need to be with that mentality to have. Like, they need something healthy and just straight. Right now, Hollywood, the directors, the, the, the great old directors of Hollywood right now have literally put their foot down and said, oh, superhero movies will always just be for kids. They're not, they're not cinematic. They're not anything great. That's just and, salt. And that, that's that's them being salty. The and none of their movies make money like the Marvel movies. Yeah, that's them none being salty them. because they exactly because just, they what you say because they're not they're not making as much money as the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just them being salty. Um, Rob and and Vince, I would love for Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck to to, to stay. See, and that's what I, that's what I wanted to bring up too. It's like. But David Zaslov, he's not fucking like I don't think you guys understand. Like just from the moves he's made in the last week, he's getting rid of all of them. They're all gone. Like that's just done. So it's over. Is it? Do you do you feel? Because I feel it. I feel the loss that that Henry Cavill was the dude. No, he he honestly Henry Cavill is my favorite Ooh, Superman. That's that's straight. Like. Like, That's, he's, he's my like favorite. We, like, that was my Superman. We allowed them to bastardize whatever it was that they created, and they lost like their their golden bullet, dude. Like I think Henry Cavill, hands down, is the 
best thing that ever happened to the DC universe. They should have paid them. They should have yeah. paid the man. They should have paid they, them. They had no idea. And for some reason, like deep down inside, I really hope that like the first time that we get a Superman movie, it's like a scroll up and it's Henry Cavill. Like, I really hope that this dude's like, hey, you know what? I know what I have. I know when I have a player that I need to have out on the field, and this is the dude. Like, I really fucking hope so. But then that sparks up every other wannabe nerd that's like, the Snyderverse, the Snyderverse, bring back. And it's like, no, dude, like, no, no, no. It needs I did. To be just I did. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I, I was going to get to Mike because Mike is, is, is in the comments. I did see it. I would love... All right. So if we're, if we're fan casting Henry Cavill in the MCU... What character are you fan casting him as, sir? Henry Cavill in the MCU. Oh, the Century, dude. That's, the Century Hyperion, easy. We, for me. We, yeah, we've talked about this. Yeah. I, think, <laughs> I think I think I do agree. But, but you know I mean, what? like, all right. But you know what? That's kind of weird though, because like he's yeah, already he's already the Century. Yeah, he's Superman. A, yeah, he's, yeah, he's that's Superman. So that's for, not a big. For me, stretch. it's one of those things. Like it would be cool because he plays Superman like the best. So to be able to bring him over and put him in the Hyperion role and that's do no the brainer. whole, like that's him no and Chris brainer. Helmsworth to the end, that's yeah. fucking gold. Like, you know, that's gold. And then not only that, you know, for sure that Marvel will write Superman correctly. Yeah. But right now they're in a pickle because they brought in this fucking idiot Icarus. And that's their Superman right now that sits on that realm. And I the, the like Eternals Icarus. are trash. The Eternals like- are trash. I kind of like Icarus in, in, in the end. Oh, no, no, no. Don't get me wrong. Like, he's cool, but it's just trash the way they write those characters right now. Yeah. It, they need something better, and they need to fill that 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 void that the Eternals has brought. Because if there's one thing that I feel that's fucking weird is there's a giant-ass creature that came out of the planet Earth in the sea, and we've had two movies since that that have not even mentioned that there's a giant fucking head and hand coming out of the ocean. Like the the world is so like desensitized to like all of these world ending events that, dude, what blew my mind is it, I saw it in a video and someone goes, oh you know what it's actually the video you fucking sent me it's What's the um, pitch the sales pitch or what pitch oh yeah, yeah 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 and he goes uh yeah they made a, a, a Thanos the the snap ice cream or whatever the Infinity Gauntlet ice cream store. And the guy's like, oh, that's cool. And he goes, well, not very because, you know, it's it's about a world-ending event, a universe anyway. That's like them making like, like a, a I don't know, like a fucking a coronavirus burritos or something. Like, it, it doesn't make sense for them to make it into some slapstick comedy thing. 
Mm-hmm. But there it is in the center of Asgard, infinity cones. Yeah, there you go, infinity cones. But one, one, ice cream one, makes everything better. one, we, 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 I, I feel safe in, in speaking for you, Chris. We agree with you as well, Juan. Yeah, Absolutely. straight up. There we go. What's up, Lemon? How you doing, my dude? He says, I'm late to this, but I think Warner Brothers should nuke the whole shit and start over. That's kind of what I feel like is going on, but that's what they're doing. Yeah, doing. but they doing. are keeping a couple of these things right now for sure. Which for sure the first two parts are going to be Black Adam and Shazam too. So we know that for sure right now. The Rock just released a tweet not too long ago that says the movie's still being released, so he hasn't been cut, and he's excited because you know uh, the Rock is to have a job because <laughs> they're gonna hire him for another skyscraper two or whatever. Um, <laughs> but we and can th- literally just say that this is the movie The Rock featuring Black Adam the actor. Yeah, I think I think I think it's safe to say if if the trailer was shown at Comic Con, you're going to be released. I mean, the yeah. movie is going to be released. Anything else is up in the air. I feel. And you know what? Like now that I mentioned it, I think we talked about this a little bit last week. I think it was a smart move for the director to not associate himself with the Snyderverse characters that much by just little Easter eggs, by talking and not really having anybody show up in his movies, it allows them to be like, Hey, we can wipe the whole universe and keep these two guys. Cause they're not associated with that Snyder verse shit at all. That's true. That's true. You know what? It was a smart move. And I know that I talked about it last week where I said like, but they showed the head new Cavill Superman, but a lot of people forgot that as a, but as did a they really, verse. did they yeah, really you see, like that's the thing. They cut it off at the face. So they really didn't <laughs> but show did it. They really? the, the, the suit. I mean, you'd have to be very technical about it, but they they still didn't get Henry Cavill to come on the the, the spot and you know dress up, so they, they didn't pay, just as a little like pay the man, pay him, the man, dude. Pay the Yo, man. I think it's a huge mistake for them not to bring Henry Cavill in. But then again, like, what do you do when you want to revamp everything? Do you do you do you kind of like bend the knee to that, or do you like you know? Well, here's the thing. So I haven't heard one person. I don't think there's a a group. Or uh, a, a, a group of people out there that dislike Henry Cavill as Superman. Like Love I think him. that's I think that's unanimous across the board. Actually, yeah. so it's like if you would if you were to keep somebody, I would like it, it, that would be the guy. I, that would be the guy. One thousand percent. That's the guy. And I, I don't think we need to do the reach out for Ben Affleck, even though he did a really great job. I love Batman. I love Ben Affleck yeah. as Batman, but I don't need I him think as that's my Batman. Too much for the Snyderverse to keep being an issue i think it's one of those things like if you bring someone like that you're gonna keep asking and asking and asking for it but this is a great opportunity for them to fix what they did to the joker in those movies the jared leto joker was see and i'm gonna go down dude i'm a fan and i'm sorry i'm probably gonna get killed by everyone in the comments i am a fan i'm a fan of jared leto's of joker I like That's why they write so many different variations of them is because there's different, you know, there's different people that like different people. And it's, it's I love that. I love I that. That, that super, super unbalanced at any moment. He'll just shoot you in the face. Like, mm-hmm. I like that shit. I like lo- I love it. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I thought he did a pretty good job, too. I mean, it wasn't I think it was the character design that I really wasn't a big fan of. Of course, that's what a lot of people compared complained about. And of course, like his weird methods of being a method actor and being like, let me send dead mice and shit and all this stuff. Yo, he didn't even front on the chick that plays Amanda Waller. She was like, yo, send me some shit like that. I'm going to have my my husband beat your ass. (laughs) And he was like, all right, I won't do it. I'm sorry. He's like, he's not going to fucking front. But you know, that kind of shit, like, I I don't know. I think it's a little bit weird. 
but I know Jared Leto himself is a good actor, even for all the weirdness that he compels himself around. He's a good actor. So for them to choose him to be the Joker was not a was not a bad idea. I mean, it wasn't a bad thing. It's just the way they designed him, the way the, the director was like, oh, I have a new way that I want to do this. And, you know, it was, it was a little bit of weird for the uh, character design. But Jerry Lewis I get did it. a pretty good job. No, I, I get it. I get it. Listen. I, I go back and forth with a lot of my friends about Jared Leto's uh, portrayal of of, uh, of the Joker, but I I'm sticking to my guns, dude. I I would have loved to have seen more of it, actually. I would have I would have actually preferred for the Jared Leto Joker to be the one that cuts his face off. Okay, All right. that would have been to me if he would have done that and then did where like it's almost like the like he's wearing like a mask that's a like mask. stapled or stretched yep. on. Dude, I think that guy would have ran that fucking Joker to the fucking heavens, dude. I would have been so pleased by that. Which he was already uh uh in in turn developed to be closer to that variation of the Joker. Okay. Because he did certain photo shoots and certain angles and certain cover shots that were all in resemblance to that comic book line, certain panels and stuff. So it, it would have been fucking fantastic. And I hope that, you know, maybe one of these days they get to revamp it, but for now, it doesn't look like it's going to happen. It looks like this dude's going to just kill all of that, that Snyderverse junk, get rid of everything that's been going on. I think I heard it, too, that they're kind of trying to get rid of, like, this aspect of, like, that awoke agenda nonsense that everybody kind of compares to what's been going on or whatever. And this guy was just like, no, we're going to make shit that we actually like. Like, we're going we're gonna to make shit to where the fans are going to be happy. What more as a fan can you ask for? Yeah, I mean, to at least have us in mind. And you know what? As a matter of fact, I heard a very cool thing today, which, of course, I think, you know, all of us being that we're all the nerds that we are, we've all heard the news of uh, people um, kind of slow talking the She-Hulk trailer and the She-Hulk show because they're saying that it's like a crazier agenda on the idea of what Jennifer Walters' origin story is. They changed it up to where she's going to be the one to save Bruce Banner, not Bruce Banner save her. In the origin okay. story. So it's kind of like, oh, okay. I think they're going to do it, which is an interesting story that she's going to do the blood transfusion to him because of the way his arm got hurt. Okay. And then from there, that's how his arm gets healed because she gives him a blood transfusion. So then how does she become? They have, <laughs> I haven't really thought that far ahead. Okay. I just think that's how they're going to fix his arm. All right. Which. Uh, yeah, like I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't care. Like, I fucking, it, it's it's not gonna matter to me. And the reason why it doesn't matter to me is because this Hulk isn't the Hulk from the comics. And the next thing that they've said in Marvel is that we're gonna do World War Hulk. And I, I just, if they're gonna sell me that, but then give me what they gave me with Thor: Love and Thunder, I'm not, I'm not gonna think it's gonna be at the uh, the the scale of what World War uh, Hulk was in the comics. Yeah. So I'm just kind of casual about it. I'm casual. I'm just happy we're getting something with the Hulk in it now. So I'm a little bit better. But the actress that plays Titania came out today and made a response about the fans. And she okay. said, well, what's I would listen. On, what's going on with the fans? Well, because a lot of people are complaining that the show is a little bit weird and it's not like the comics. They're changing. The it, hasn't even, too much. it hasn't even come out yet. Yeah. They're just going off of what they were saying. And But you know what? She made a comment, which was very too... Uh, very much to the kind of direction like the Kamala Khan actress was. And she said, well, I mean, we should probably listen because most of the time they're right. 
All right. So this is what I'm saying. This like I understand what she's saying, but at the same time, let it come out first. Like let 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 the first yeah. season come let out at least first. Try to see what they're gonna do. If they're gonna react a certain way, then we can change things. But don't start acquiescing to people before the shit even comes out. Because yeah. you know, no one knows how this is gonna hit. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, we all know about the red tape that surrounds the Hulk. There's a lot of stuff that that Marvel cannot do with the Hulk character. So they need some type of like avenue that they could at least get some type of recognition to have like a Hulk-esque character. And if she Hulk happens to be that character, that's what they're going to have to run with. So it is what it is. I mean, Universal's just not playing by the rules. So we just got to see where it at, where it's at. I I'm going to watch the show. I think it's all right. I mean, I'm just a fan of the Hulk in general. I'm not really looking for something like a Shakespearean play. I just know they're going to beat some shit up, and I hope she throws a car at someone. No, I'm sure you're going to get that. Um, I just find it very interesting um, how people are going to react to the fact that she is just going to be automatically better. And I said this in the last Yeah, we said this the last time. She's just going to be automatically better and more agile than the Hulk. I I don't see how that that works, but I'm, I'm, I'm up for it. I'm up for it. Well, what I would simply say is just because you're better at being a Hulk because you're in better control, does that make you a good Hulk? Or but is was it she but was that control? a thing? Like, was that a thing in the comics that she was just like well, she was a lot more calmer and she could control her powers better because she was more in control. Okay. So so think of it that way. Like, yes, she can automatically do this stuff because she's more like free-spirited and open-minded and the young essence and all this stuff where bruce banner had to learn to control all of these things rob but rob rob you have to relax bro you have to go you have to calm down brother <laughs> he's still going on about the she-hulk character um <laughs> my thing is like it's cool like that she's got all the sense and people are like oh she's automatically better but that doesn't make you an interesting hulk just because you can do that just makes you a really strong green person the Hulk that we're waiting for is the one that loses fucking control and starts beating the shit out of Captain America and Iron Man and just starts beating the shit out of anything that moves. That's going to be the Bruce Banner we need to have one day. Once we get that, we're going to realize like, oh shit, like, man, they were really holding out on the Hulk, man. And it's not, it's, it's not the part of him being in control. But they can't, they can't, I mean, I understand that, but they can't do, but so, uh, you know, they have the, 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 the handcuffs on them. They can't really do, but so yeah, much with that. the Hulk. Yeah. They can't do what they want to. I think that if they, I think if, the, I think if Bruce Banner was under the MCU's umbrella, they, oh, they would, would have, have already, the they, yeah, they would have already, you know, I mean, I mean, we, we understand the red tape and that's where I think it is. But like I heard that argument last week where a lot of people were like, oh, look at her. She's already way stronger than him. And look, she's using his powers and all this stuff because she's going to be better than him. And that I'm wasn't like, weird to you. That wasn't weird to you. Not really. Not really. Because of the fact what? that yeah, she's no, it wasn't weird to me. He's trying to train her and she's better at the training than he is. Well, the thing is, is Jennifer Walters literally just goes through a car accident and she had a career as a lawyer and all this other stuff. Bruce Banner was like an abused child and has like all of these like social like like problems with him and anxiety and all these issues with anger issues and all this stuff because of the trauma he experienced as a child. Jennifer never went through that stuff. She doesn't I, get that until recent comic books after Civil War II. 
I don't mind her being more powerful than the Hulk. I don't mind it. But at least let that build. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, to let, me, me, let me ask you in something. the story. If you were going to put the Hulk that came out in Age of Ultron, the one that started destroying and fighting Hulkbuster. Yeah. If you were going to pit that Hulk up against the She-Hulk in the trailers, who do you, or against Professor Hulk from Infinity War, who do you think would win? Honestly, we really didn't get much fighting from Professor Hulk. So yeah, I, he was in I, control. Because he, he was like, yeah, yeah, I don't have to fight. I, I, I can just ask listen, listen, the Hulk I got in, in Ultron would probably tank a lot of the superheroes in the MCU. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. He was he he was a he was a, he was a monster. Literally, so, he was a monster. So do you think with him or Jennifer Walters in the trailer being that she's got all of this like control and being roughly probably a little bit stronger than professor Hulk. You think she would stand with anything of the age of Ultron Hulk that we got? Well, that's what they're showing you is that, yeah, she could actually, she could have probably taken on the entire army of Ultrons by herself. That's what they're showing me. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about the part where the Scarlet witch gets into his brain and he's fighting the Hulk buster and he drops that whole entire tower. Okay. Or even Thor Ragnarok Hulk in the in the Gladiator Coliseum. You think Jennifer Walters fights him and wins? Like just by the trailer alone. I mean, she's I don't I don't know what trailer you saw that I didn't see, bro. Like she is better than him in every sense of the she's better than him. Like that's what they're driving is that she's better than him in everything that 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 he can do. It's, to me, it's so why? So why? So why would she not be able to beat him? Because she still has control. Like the the Hulk isn't strong when he's in control. It's when he's out of control, when he's mad and he's angry. And, and in the scene, she's just not taking it serious because she's just stating that she can do all the exercises that he gives her. She doesn't suffer from the same trauma he does, so that's where he gets his rage and his power from. So to me, it's one of those things. Like I think that's going to be the the center of the line when it comes to what makes a hulk stronger is it's going to be who can get matter and lose control i guess i think that's just very interesting to me about how she is in control and she is just automatically better than him I, i i find that very interesting i would love the fact that she is better than him but let the training get her there yeah um it's I mean, shown, hopefully it's not it, like it, a Star Wars thing. A lot of people are comparing shown, it to like yeah, the Ray it's and shown, Star Wars. It's shown in the trailers that she's just 
just better than him just automatically, which is interesting. In the comic books, um, she does experience some type of trauma, which was a very interesting comic line that I really dug, which was it's right on the cusp of Civil War II. They bring in this character named Ulysses, and he's an inhuman that can see some type of future. And Captain Marvel goes for it like minority report the movie and instantly starts going after anything he sees. Uh, they see that Thanos is going to be coming to take the uh, the cosmic cube. So Carol Dan- Danvers wants to get the, the, the jump on him, gets Rhodey killed. And uh, Jennifer Walters as the Hulk gets like the living shit kicked out of her. And they end up writing her character like almost like a... Um, like a victim of like abuse, like a, like a sexual abuse or like uh, domestic abuse after that, where like she doesn't know, like, like her power almost makes her feel, I, I don't know, it's super weird. Like, it's just a very interesting way they wrote her character. And I hope that one day we get that storyline because there is a really good factor to the idea of like the story of how females have dealt with domestic, uh, domestic abuses through the years and them getting a character on how to cope with it and making that, that trauma, that demon, the Hulk persona. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's an interesting story. I, I hope that one day we reach that for right now. I do understand where you're like, dude, like she has to be built. She has to be built up. She can't just automatically jump in there and be like, yo, what the I'm fuck better is the than point? What the fuck is, what is the point of there being an origin show or whatever if you're not building it up and she's already there? You could have just threw her into a fucking Avengers movie and called it a day. Yeah. I mean, but then again, it's like, look at the way they did it with the Miss Marvel show. She instantly, like, knew how to use the the bangles, and then she had, like, a, like a small entourage or montage. No, she had training. Yeah, she had yeah, training. She had I mean, like, eat, a small eat. montage in an episode, and then she yeah. was a little bit better at it. So maybe we get something like that, and maybe. Going back to this 10-year plan, which is the, the, the topic here, yeah. Jeremy does ask, uh, he does bring up a good point here. Uh, so I did bring up the point that, uh, David Zaslav said that, and he did mention Kevin Feige by name, that that is the benchmark of where he sees the DCEU going in the future. Um, Jeremy says he finds it funny how they compare their 10-year plan to Marvel. And he's like, like my guy, Marvel was like 10 years into the future. Yes. Like it's, so that's just bringing to a point, like it's not going to, like it's good to have those aspirations, but it's not going to be that easy. Like it's think- not like you can just say, hey, I want to do what Kevin Feige is doing, and this is how I'm going to do it. No, like there is some, there's like steps to this shit. Like there's levels this, to this shit. I think what this guy needs to do is he needs to take notes and say, hey, you know what? Like that 10 year shit that they did was really cool, but we cannot drag this on for 10 years. Why not? Why don't you think I they think, can? I, it's kind of like the concept that we talked about it the last time. Like they're already behind the eight ball. Like they're they already behind do, the eight ball. What they need to do is they need to bring that down to like five years. No. Six years. No. I don't think 10 years is no. a good idea. They need to rush it. They need to expand it to 20 years because if you try to shorten it to try to catch up to the to, if they try to shorten it to catch up to the MCU, they're going to fail. Period. But the thing is, is Marvel could have gone away with a couple more movies in, in the first 10 years and they could have chopped it down they're, they're to like far, eight. They're too far behind. Yeah, Like they, you they, can't. They I understand. Back. I understand that you want to use the MCU as a benchmark, but don't try to compete with them right now. Like, cause you're gonna lose. Yeah. You can't rush the shit. And like I said, span it for 20 years. 
Like, don't try to rush the shit because you're gonna fail. I'm telling you right now, you're gonna. Me, fail. it's one of those things. Like, Marvel has an awesome roster of people. They have a lot of characters that they can go with. The DC universe doesn't have that many. The person that you're trying to reach or the person that you're using as the benchmark, he didn't rush. He didn't have a five-year plan. No, he, he, didn't didn't have have plan. To, he didn't have a benchmark to look after. He, he had a, a pioneer. He, he sat down and said, I have a 10-year plan for this shit. And this is how I'm going to execute it. That's how you got to go about this. I don't think rushing this is going to be the answer. It's actually going to be the the key for your demise, actually. I mean, for, for me, it's one of those things. I think that they can pull it off in like a like a six-year to eight-year plan. Hell but no. the reason why is because the amount of characters that they they focus on and they don't need to make it to where it's like 30 characters or 60 characters. I don't I don't think I don't think Kevin Feige pulls off the Infinity Saga in 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 6 years, in 7 years. There's no way. Uh, but, there's okay, no way well, there's me, no way he pulls that off in 7 years. Okay, it well, took, let me, it, let took me, it took 10 years for him to pull that off. It was it was everything aligned, it was a perfect plan, it was executed perfectly perfectly and it took him 10 years so however however long it takes the dcu to, to get it done take your time bro there's no right you're like i said there's there, there's you're already behind there's no rush here don't rush okay, it. So, so let me ask in the sense of a 10-year plan what would be i mean I can only I think, think of they're, one off I think they're crazy for even putting a cap on 10 years, but go ahead for your question. Yeah. What would be what would be the the all ending story? Like, I mean, not the all ending story, but what would be the big arc that we're going for? Would it be like an infinity crisis where it's just another bunch of multiverses thrown together? Would it be the dark side anti-monitor war? What what would you kind of consider to be the all end story? Because that's the difference between the way I've always seen Marvel and DC is Marvel has some really great multiversal stories, but D, but uh, but Marvel's already getting to that point. DC's kind of been behind in the game, where DC kind of doesn't have really big actions like the way the Infinity Gauntlet story is, other than Infinity Crisis. And you anybody can correct me in the in the comment sections but like flash i really point. think it's just flash point. infinity or, or flash point dealing with just flash flashpoint was no it wasn't flashpoint is a huge uh storyline that doesn't just deal it deals with everybody honestly flash is kind of like the least characters that it builds on in, the, in 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 the flashpoint that's the reason why i was so happy for this flash movie because i was hoping that we were going to get some some type of flashpoint material here but we once it came out that we weren't getting that i, I kind of you know fell off it but for me personally i think you build up these characters and then before you get to 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 the, the crisis you go to flashpoint and if you do flashpoint correctly you will have everybody on board i think flashpoint is a great 10-year plan like i i really feel like because now you're in, involving the multiverse the the dcu multiverse and you're involving a lot of characters dude but you're talking about bringing together like a whole multiverse again well yeah that's where you're headed that's where you're headed because that, that's where the dcu is it's a multiverse and you're so saying like, that you want the flashpoint to be the kind of like one the, of them like just a, like, it, like just, just like a regular story in it, or or, or, or just the or the same thing, the same thing as the Infinity Saga. 
that can be like the flashpoint can lead you can lead up to the flashpoint which is a version of the mcu's infinity saga it's just the first saga or first couple of phases rolled into one easy and that ah. and in the flashpoint and the flashpoint is involving everyone in the dcu i mean it does it, it involves does everyone it, yeah it does but that's the same thing i could say about like the dark knight metal but like, that's only but that's all right i guess you're right i, I guess we're we're we're, we're, pick, we're basically Saying the so, same thing at this point. Yeah, because you have to remember that those are arcs usually dedicated to the individual character that, of course, has ramifications throughout the entire universe. But that kind of like only specifically works like with Flashpoint Paradox. And it works with the Flash and his story and his building of the story because his role gallery is kind of small also. Yeah. It's very niche to like his certain characters. But then again, the Flashpoint Paradox builds more into them introducing the Watchmen into it the dc builds, universe it builds a lot of people yeah. it builds a lot of it, it's 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 so it's so rich with um just uh different aspects of characters that we've already known i'm a i'm a, I'm a fan of the uh, a lot of people don't like the flashpoint paradox i like but it. everybody loves the flashpoint paradox man. no i i've actually yeah. seen i've seen a lot of people don't they, they don't like it well um, the, the tv the, the animated show a lot of people are kind of like they think it's kind of like watered down compared to what the comic book was because mm-hmm. the comic book of course i mean but then again we've talked about this before where the stories in the comics are so much more fleshed so out than, yeah. than being able to do it like in an hour and a half you know what i mean so like them introducing the whole different types of multiverses and all this stuff but then again it's like the the multiverse in dc universe is super different than the way marvel does marvel kind of tells you like oh it's like a branch of trees there's like a fucking million of them yeah but dc's pretty much like no 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 there's only 52 like there will always only be 52 universes there's a dark dimension with a dark universe and a dark 52 but always 52 and then every one of those numeric places has like a specific you know genre of of a story or whatnot one's like vampires one's all women one is uh superman is uh i don't know like a pirate or everybody's different you know bruce wayne is the green lantern and one of them like they have all these different but but they're pretty specific on on having these all themed out right the only one that changed was from flashpoint paradox because when he when that world becomes destroyed and then he runs back in time Mm -hmm. uh dr manhattan comes and decides to fuck with everything yeah so like that's what's really cool is they they use it in such an interesting way to bring in the watchman characters but there's a part of me that's like i i really hope they don't do that with the dc universe like the movies but i kind of i there's just something about it that with the watchman film live action flash paradox really fucking well listen dude live action flashpoint paradox they will be able to print money chris oh that's not a problem that's not a problem with them saying hey flashpoint paradox movie who wants it i'll I'll be first in line I'll, i'll be one of those dudes that's right there alongside with you fighting for it to be put but and if you guys haven't noticed that is my favorite uh one of my favorite dc uh arcs by the way like yeah. i I'm, I'm a huge fan of the flashpoint of uh, the flashpoint paradox and, and and it's cool they introduced the uh, thomas wayne batman's mom who ends up becoming the joker of that universe yeah. who works alongside with harley quinn who's yo-yo in that one like there's a bunch of them you know you have a cyborg who ends up being like almost like the batman of that universe you have batman who's this like super 
dick surgeon who's just an asshole just kills everybody he's like the punisher it's super good and then you have superman who was this guy that just got caught by the government put in like a rat hole for like a bunch of years and yeah for a bunch of fucking years yeah, for, yeah just and barely right now, rat, as a basically. matter of fact in the comic books they're barely fleshing out the rest of the story right now yeah. of the flashpoint paradox because that universe came back yeah so the flashpoint universe came back um but like I said, it was really used at first for them to initiate a way for them to introduce because DC wanted to implement that the Watchmen had always been there because Alan Moore's writing for the Watchmen was by far probably one of the best comic books that was literally Shakespearean. The film live action was great, even though he didn't want to be a part of it. Uh, the way they initiated the ending of it, even though it was changed, it wasn't done in, in bad taste. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And then not only that, if you go back to the Snyderverse, all of the characters that are there, like in when they introduced the justice league, all of the parents and everybody were all a member of the Watchmen movie. Bruce okay. Wayne's parents was the comedian. The flash's dad was Dr. Manhattan. Mm -hmm. um, all of them were a part of it in some way. So they were bringing back literally. And that was super crazy. Cause you knew that they were going to do flashpoint paradox because Batman's mom and dad, one of them was Negan and the other one was fucking Daryl's or what's a, uh, what's that dude's name? Uh, I, I really wanted, I really wanted, Maggie. uh, <laughs> What's his name? Jeffrey Dean Morgan to come back as as Thomas Wayne. Like, I would have. Been well, that's the thing. That's why I told you they're going to use Flashpoint Paradox. That's why they chose to have Billy him as him as the dad. Because yeah, he wanted and uh, and and uh, the other the chick that hates him in The Walking Dead was the mom. Yeah. So oh, they, Maggie, you knew right? She was going to be yeah. the Joker. You knew yeah. she was going to be the Joker mother. She would have been fantastic too. She plays an awesome, crazy person in The Walking Dead. So like yeah like I mean it, it it was all there it was all planned out you knew they wanted to do some shit they wouldn't yeah. be choosing extra people like that to be in a role for five seconds and, and that's what I originally heard like that's the reason why I was so and I, I don't, and I said it episodes episode ago when we were mm -hmm. first talking about the Flash movie is because I was hearing they were gonna start taking things and start pulling from the the Flashpoint paradox and they were gonna have Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Thomas Wayne which I, I think they probably still could. I just I was on board with it, and then they scrapped it, and we're gonna get whatever the fuck we we get. So I'm, I mean, I'm still excited for whatever it is they're gonna do. I mean, the guy seems to have a great understanding of what needs to be done. Yeah. I mean, we all know the mess that DC's been doing the last several years with all its films. I mean, fuck, I was not excited when they Lady Gaga released the the image for the Joker Part Two. Well, you wouldn't anyway, because you're a hater for the Joker movie anyway, bro. So you're just a hater. 
I think they should have just called it Arthur. I still will vouch for that till the day I die. Uh, my greatest scene and the only part that was the Joker in that film was when he's with the little guy and he plays the prank on him about locking the door that he can't reach the lock. No, the best. No, the, 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 I mean, if we were going to talk crazy. about the traditional Joker, I think the it. only, the only, no, I think the only scene. No, you're right. The one where the little guy and he's trying yeah, to get because he planned no, that shit. He locked no, that door. But there, the but there is there is a, a better scene. It's at the end of the movie when he's in the cop car and he gets out and everyone's praising him and shit. Like that was Joker-ish. Like that was very okay. Joker-ish. Yeah, I I mean I get it. For me, the the only thing that really played off as a Joker was that part. Because that was like a fucking huge crazy prank to play on someone. It was like, fucked up. That was fucking like it was thought he was gonna up. kill that fucking dude. And then he kisses <laughs> him on the up, head bro. and he's like, You're the only one that was nice to me. That was fucked up. And then he lets him try to unlock the door. And he can't because he's and short. He can't. And he has to turn around. He has to turn around and be like, Can you help and me he, open he's the help, he's he's help God, the damn door? It. You're like, dude, he's dead. He's, he's dead. fucking he's dead. dead, dude. And then he opens the door and lets him out. Opens the door, out. fucking lets him out. That to me was like that was hundred percent the Joker. That was the only part to me that felt like the Joker. Like, other than that, I, I get the cusp of it, but they could have just called it Arthur and gave us, like, the idea that it could be. That this is, like, a telling of someone that could have been the Joker. Is it, though? Maybe. I don't know. Is it? I don't know. But then for them to be like, yo, we're going to make a part two and it's all a musical, I'm 100% checked out. <laughs> I'm a 100% checked out if it's a fucking movie. Yeah, I don't know if, I, if I'm going to be on. I, listen, I love the first Joker, the first... the. The Joker movie. Joker movie, um, but if you're gonna make it, a, I'm not. I'm not a musical guy. Like I'm, I don't like musicals. I'm not a big Broadway guy. Like if you if you twist my arm, I'll go to a Broadway show. And, but and you know what's? I you know don't really want to go see that in the movie at all. I am going to flip the script on this one and say, I think it's very admirable that this guy's like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna do something completely different. I'm gonna make the Joker movie, but I'm gonna make it a musical. Fuck it. Not on my watch, bro. And my who, watch. who else out of all the characters in comic book history would be the only dude that you would think would be crazy enough that would be thinking that his life is a musical? I the, guess the Joker would be that guy. I'm saying that now and then watch the reviews come out and it's fucking yeah, great. Now. I'm going to go, I'm going to go watch it anyway. YouTube right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. I don't know. But um, yeah, that movie's going to be coming out. And I think like on 2024 or some shit. And uh, yeah. So bad girl gets right the now. axe. Yeah. Now they have a 10-year plan. What are we looking forward to? When does this all start? Um, I'm thinking, well, I'm not sure which one comes first, whether it's uh Black Adam or Shazam, but I'm assuming right after one of those movies. Um, no, I'm sorry. I'm I'm pretty sure they're still gonna come out with Aquaman 2 as well. Um, there were leaks about Ben Affleck being involved. Um, so I I I wholeheartedly think this is going to be our final send off to Ben Affleck as Batman. Um, and then after that, all bets are off. Okay. We'll, 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 we'll get the, the revamp, the, the reconstruction, if you will, of the DCU right after Aquaman two. Are you believing all the hype that's coming out of like all these media stations that there's so many disappointed people with them canceling the Batman film or the Batgirl film? I can't believe it because even when the announcement that Batgirl was being made and she was going to be the Batman of the DCU moving forward and they were throwing in 
um, the bonus of Michael Keaton, there still wasn't a big buzz over it. So you can't tell me that uh, something with that that should deserve a buzz, um, it it didn't. And now that it's not being made, that now there's an uproar over it. Because like literally, who was looking forward to this movie? Nobody. Yeah, that's kind of like the craziest thing to me is how much of like, I mean, you saw the fire, the shit storm that I was commenting all over the place on social media this past week just as what's the 10 year one what's the 10 year plan don't die i love yeah, it don't get I axed and shit yeah. this, dude i um, love it i was 100 percent on all these websites and just giving them thumbs up when they were like oh no bad girl got canceled i'm like hey good job like hey good job man like oh this girl thinks that she should come back in the marvel universe hey i i want to come back in the marvel universe fuck get me on there too fuck it i want a job i want to work on marvel I, I don't know, man. Like, there's there's some really weird shit going around in, in, in the media where they're over here, like, talking about there's a lot of people disappointed. There's now a new hashtag that's bad girl forever or something like that. There's a restore the bad girl movie. And I don't know. I, I really just don't believe the hype in this. I really just don't believe the hype. Yeah, no one was asking for a background movie. No one was asking for most of the most of the things that were in production. No one was asking for. Um, so I don't think there's going to be. I mean, there is. I have seen some rebelling, some people that are upset, but it's mostly over the fact that there are for the actors and and the people that are working on the production that they just again that they found out when we found out that they were without a job. Um, so I've seen the outcry for that, not so much for the movies themselves, because again, no one was asking for a bat a Batgirl movie at all. Um, Vince is asking a question: Are we getting a reboot and recast of Wonder Woman and Aquaman in the ten year plan? I say yes. Oh yeah, most definitely. Which I kind of yeah. kind of sucks. I think Gal Gadot was an amazing. But if you're Gal Gadot, would you want to stick around again? Would you want to? stick around for that 10-year nah, plan like with with this mess i don't feel like anybody would want to stay around this no what happened not this at past all. week not at all um i want to show this real quick we got a response the directors of the show batgirl did get a response from their co-boss kevin feige because they are also the directors of the uh, highly acclaimed show miss marvel and they got this given to them from kevin feige which says my friend, I had to reach out and let you know we are thinking about you both. Because of the fun, wonderful news about the wedding, congrats. And the disappointing news about Batgirl. Very proud of you guys for all the amazing work you do, and particularly Miss Marvel, of course. Can't wait to see what is next for you. Hope to see you soon. Sent by Kevin Feige and his iPhone. That's the reason why Kevin Feige is the man. Yeah, he's, I mean, I mean, we all kind of feel for this, right? They Not did really. a they did a pretty good job with the Kamala Khan story and the Miss Marvel show. I really don't right. know what to expect with the Batgirl show, bro. All right, so I always like to to there there needs to be some type of ownership when you get in bed with Warner Brothers. You have to understand that it's volatile over there. It's always been volatile. So if something volatile happens. Are you fully not to blame? Like, are you yourself? Are you fully not to blame knowing that it's a mess over there? Yeah. Like, you know what you're getting yourself into. Most or at least, or at least you should. If you have an agent that's worth a damn, they're going to be the ones to tell you what you're getting yourself into. Yep. So if, those- if, the, if, the, if, the, if the shit is the fan and you're left holding 
the bag, then you got to have a little bit of ownership on yourself. Like that was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And I think I had said it earlier and it's one of those things like nowadays we're getting a lot of these directors and this even goes with like the idea of like the CGI stuff that's been going on too, where a lot of these people are starting to cut corners on their art and still try to make high dollar. Yeah. They want to do less work and make high dollar. And when you get artists that are giving you stick figures, but still want you to pay millions, sometimes you just got to tell them, Hey dude, your shit sucks. Get the fuck out of here. You know? And from what it sounds like is bad girl was a shit, a shit show. Yeah. And this guy walked in and was like, Hey dude, your art sucks. Get the fuck out of here. How do you do that? How do you make a $90 million shit show? Like how is that even possible? I don't know, man. Man, I always feel like if I had like a hundred bucks, I could do a good movie. Fuck, yeah, if you I had a hundred thousand, I'd do a fucking fantastic movie. But a hundred million dollars. How did how do you mess that up? You fuck it up. How do you fuck that up? So I bad. Do you think they so have that bad, kind of money? So bad, so bad that they're not talking about reshoots. They're not talking about because we we've, we've heard of recent movies that are that are that have a big budget that are just shit, and they'll reshoot and recast certain people, whatever. But they're not even doing that. They're just like, you know what? You're done here. Like you're done. And you know what? I was thinking about this the other day. Put any of what DC has done in the last like five years against the last episode of Stranger Things. That's not even fair. It's not a fair fight. But you get that, right? Like that's it's that's not a fair all fight. of their whole rogue gallery of anything that they put out in the last eight years against the last episode of a Netflix series that turned into a full length feature. Nah. And they, they I don't can't. Know. They can't it's even. Weird. They, it's weird. It, I think it's completely weird. And I think it just goes off of one of those things that all of these people that had been sitting in the DC Universe mantra were just collecting bags and just putting out shit because they knew they could. Like they they could they knew they could just get away with the shit and get paid high dollar. Yeah. Like that's what I really really think it is. And a lot of these people they want this opportunity because man, I don't even know anymore. It's just they they have an agenda to pull or they know the right people because they hang around with the right type of people and then they get these weird opportunities and they make these shit fucking movies. Yeah. And then there they are making millions of dollars and making us, the audience, look like fucking fools for watching it and caring about it and even giving it attention. Like, I don't know. If, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, you guys can look this up. I mean, not right now. You look it up later on your time. This is our time. <laughs> uh, a fan, a super fan of Batman recut the entire the Batman Robert Patterson film into a shorter film. And a lot of people saying that it's really good. And that's the exact thing we argued about. We were like, dude, that movie drug on like crazy. And I think someone did like a super cut of the Obi-Wan series and made it better. I like, so, I yeah, think but... that's even crazier to know that someone on YouTube or someone out there in, in the plethora of world people that are out there that aren't working for these industries took their time out of their regular ass day to do one editor's job. That's probably getting a hundred thousand, $150,000 to edit it and did a way better job than him with their fucking little computer at home editing on a fucking really weird program they did a way better job than them but that just speaks to the dysfunctional nature over there at the at, at warner brothers it's like mm-hmm. 
if you if you're telling me that you can't find someone that can do a better job than someone that is just doing this for their recreational fun, yeah, then that's that's weird. I don't think that's the same problem they have over there at the at at at, at the MCU at Disney. So I don't know, man. Um, it's just a weird story all around. Uh, hopefully this 10 year plan is going to, is going to get the people excited. It's not getting the investors excited because they're down 15% for Disney, um, Disney for, uh, for Warner brothers, Disney, uh, Warner brothers discovery. But I don't know, man, like this is, this is a shit show. This is a, a major shit show. Uh, we are getting some cool remarks about Sandman that just recently came out. Uh, a lot of people are talking about it. Uh, Brian's not talking about it. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Robert also said in the comments, your boy Shang-Chi, a.k.a. CM Liu, is in a lot of trouble right now. Apparently, he dropped some really uh, offensive talking points about the um, Batgirl situation. A lot of people took it offensive. Uh, un, what is it? Unconsiderate, inconsiderate. inconsiderate. Uh, but not to mention that the guys from the boys also did the same thing. And no one's talking shit about them. I guess they're just afraid they're going to talk shit back. Like, but yeah, poor CM Lou. He's just speaking in his mind. Um, new details have emerged about the Flash star Ezra Miller cult like behavior during their time in Iceland. Damn, man. New allegations surrounding the Flash Ezra Miller suggest that the actor ran a cult like sanctuary during his time there in Rek. Javik, Rekjavik, Iceland. You, you got it. Yeah, I can't. I can't even say. I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a heart attack <laughs> if I try to read that shit. I can't even. I don't know. That's fucking wild. You're right. Fucking, you're right over there. Yeah, it was a weird ass name. I was like, I'm gonna really try, but <laughs> no, that didn't work. You know what? I commend you on your efforts. So you I get did, a man, you, you heard that shit. You heard you that shit. It. I really took a chance. Yeah. Man, Ezra Miller. I'm just going through real quick, making sure that there's not anything going on with the idea of anything that else out there in the news. Because, I mean, it's been, other than the whole, like, DC Universe thing, it's really been a slow week. It's really been yeah. an interesting, interesting slow week. John Leguizamo is furious over James Franco casting as Fidel Castro. I saw that. I what saw that. What is that about? James Franco, we play, why, would he be, why would they choose a white Because James Franco's not even Latin, bro. That's why. Yeah. He's not even fucking. I saw that. I did see that. Why would he be playing a fucking... Yeah. And who better and who and who better John to talk Leguizamo. shit than John Leguizamo, bro? I love John Leguizamo. Like who better to talk shit than John Leguizamo, bro? Like I love it. I love it. Yo, so um what are your thoughts on Doom being in the the Black Panther movie? Um I like it as a post-credit scene. I don't like it I don't like him being a character in the movie cuz there's just so much going on. But I like him as a post-credit scene, like leading to into our next phase and, and all that shit. I like that. I, I'm I'm super excited. Super excited. Cause because what because what comes with Doom? It's a Fantastic Four. We've all Fantastic been waiting for, 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 for Fantastic Four. So I would definitely be on board with that. Absolutely. You know, I had a pretty good week of brainstorming when it came to because when I'm when I'm working, I have a lot of stuff that usually I just play in the background, like yeah. music, and then my brain starts to travel. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, of course, the idea of them recasting T'Challa is probably not the venue they're going to go with. They're probably going to end up going where T'Challa dies of some other causes and someone has to take up the mantle, right? Yeah. 
And I believed it was, we believed it was going to be something that happened because of the blip or something, right? Like you got to, like he came down with something and then gets sick or whatnot. Yeah. What if, what if he ends up being a victim of the tidal wave that comes in? That that's one of the initial, like he's kind of like in a healing from the war of Infinity War. But what tidal wave has an effect on him that doesn't have an effect on everybody else in Wakanda? Well, he just because the thing is, is what happens is okay. So my my guess would be after like after Infinity War, yeah. Let's say he gets like fatally wounded on the battlefield and he needs healing. So okay. he retreats, like they take him back to Wakanda to to go because that's where they took um that dude in the first Black Panther movie, remember the, the yeah, yeah, the yeah, 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 because yeah. they have a bunch of medical technology and they have it's far beyond what anybody else has. So they get him there, and during that process, we know that a character that's with Namor is supposed to be feeding him information to make him want to attack the Wakandans. That's what we've heard that the true villain is going to be like a Tuma or one of the blue dudes, the blue people. Uh, I I okay go ahead and I'll tell you what, what I heard as well but go ahead okay um so during that concept he realizes all of these people have been brought back he hears that the king of Wakanda which is the only other nation other than of course like the United States and all these other people just like a kingdom he hears about it but he knows that he's injured and he's told like when when is another time for them to attack is when their king is injured and then that's when they rush Wakanda. And in that process, you know, uh, devastation across the map, but they cannot get to T'Challa, who is in like a, a a bed or something, and the tidal wave takes him out or whatnot. You think it's Dude, weak? It's weak. Okay. They're going to, they're going to, I took a chance. <laughs> you took a good chance. I love, I love you. Again, I am a huge fan of your creativity. I just don't think they're going to drag out this T'Challa being dead thing. They are going to get to it quick. And they're going to get to it in the beginning, and they're going to call it a day. I think that, um, from what I heard, um, Namor Namor isn't he's he's going to become a villain, but he doesn't start off as a villain. I heard that he goes to Wakanda to ask them for help for something. Okay, and they deny him. Oh wow! And in, in the in in the in the point of them denying him his help, he turns into a villain and decides yeah, he, to he attack mad and stuff. He, he attacks Wakanda. So That's weird, I heard. Man. I mean, it's good. I mean, it's still, it's still a great story, probably. But like, my thing is, like, at the ending of the other movie, Black Panther, they talked about how they were going to open their walls and help everybody. You remember that? Yeah, but I think it's because it's like some war shit. They don't want to open their doors to war. Like, well, yeah, they want to, they want to, they want to, they want to help the nation. But if you're coming to me to ask you to help in a war that you're, that, that you're about to face, I can't help you because now you're inviting enemies that we don't want over here. We're, we, we're, yeah, you're, you're putting us, you're involving us into the situation. Yeah, we're a secluded area that we like to stay to ourselves. But yeah. because I don't help you, now you're going to attack <laughs> I us. I was going to say, like, it's so funny that this is going to sound super weird, but uh, the moment a Mexican person comes up, they put a wall. <laughs> Dude, it just so happens. Jesus so happens Christ. the first time they introduced Namor as a, they made him a new Mexican dude, oh and now they're God. like, "Hey, wait a minute, man! <laughs> hey, wait a minute! I mean, we're gonna help everybody, but wait a minute, wait a minute." No, nah, <laughs> I do. I listen. I do like your your theory, 
but I wholeheartedly think that they're going to attack this uh, T'Challa dead thing quick and fast, and they're going to do it in the beginning. Yeah, it's, it's going to be some, I mean, I, I, I understand not gonna, what you mean because I've They're not going to hark on it. They're not going to yeah. drag it out. It's not going to be a, a plot of this movie. It's going to be like exposition where, like, it happens, like, like quick flashbacks. It'll boom, be boom, in the first – I'm boom, telling boom. you. It'll be in the first 15 minutes. We'll address it, and then that's – and then it'll just be, like, the the – the effects of it throughout the rest of the movie if so but that's it i could see that yeah i in my mind like i was just coming in my mind i was just coming to say like okay cool like when were there ever times where something like this happened right where t'challa is fatally injured and someone tries to take advantage and i want to say that that happened once in the comics before t'challa dies like he's fatally wounded because of the attack from namor on wakanda but if he's already fatally wounded because if we're using Infinity War, like Namor comes in to attack Wakanda and kind of finishes the job. And that makes him like an automatic, like, we hate you. We don't want to work with you. You're our bad guy. But out of like the idea of being used by someone else, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So like to me, I was just trying to put like just objectives together. Um, but still, nonetheless, I... I we know Namor is not going to be like a true villain. I kind of hope that they write him the same way they write B. Jordan, like Michael B. Jordan's character. Like if they write him with like this, like, but like even Michael B. Jordan, see, I don't want them to go as far as my, cause Michael B. Jordan is unredeemable. Like yeah, I understand, <laughs> like he's a bad guy. Like yeah, there's bad guy. no redeeming he's a good bad guy. Killmonger in the MCU. As far as I'm concerned. I don't give a fuck what kind of what Shuri says to him or what he says to Shuri in whatever realm they uh, get. I don't care. He's a bad guy. Yeah, he um, killed. Uh, what's his name? Killed everybody, bro. Well, he killed that dude with the lazy eye. What's his name? The actor. Lazy dude. eye. Yeah, the the actor dude. He killed the uncle. Remember the one that? What's his fucking name? He comes out in fucking Star Wars Rogue One. With the lazy eye. Yeah, the dude with the... uh, uh Fuck, it's right on the fucking edge of my tongue. I'm comments? Guys? Yeah, Michael comments? Ben- Whitaker. Whitaker. What, yeah, there you go. Yeah, okay. Whitaker. The guy with the lazy eye, man. He's got the guy with the lazy eye. Oh, Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker, yeah, he kills it. Gotcha. Okay, that's what you're talking about. Like, what the fuck are you yeah, talking man, about? He killed that dude. He was such a sweetheart, man. I like him in that movie, man. But yeah, straight up, um, everything that was going on with the DC Universe this week, it was kind of a huge surprise. <laughs> Thank you, Jeremy. Jeremy's like, yeah, Forrest Whitaker, man. Um, it was a huge surprise that it kind of like got, just got dropped on everybody. Yeah. Um, there is a part of me that does feel bad for the actors of the Batgirl movie. But like I said before, there was something about it that I just wasn't. There, there was no part of me that was excited to see that movie. Yeah, I kind of feel like it was like a clawing at the window hey we got an opportunity let's just make something the same thing we talked about when we talked about uh when we saw the trailer for gotham knights mm-hmm. like i think we all came to like a, a census that we were like yeah that's not good that is technically not very good yeah so for all of this stuff for ha- that's happening with the dc universe me on a personal level i think it's fantastic yeah i think me it too. needs to be done I think this needed to be done maybe like right after they released the Snyderverse. I was going like to say it should have happened, like, happened sooner. Should have happened sooner. To me, it's one of those things like when they released the Snyderverse, DC should have made like brought out like like one of the main dudes and 
has his hands like on his sides or whatever or behind his back and been like, hey, folks, this is, you know, me. It's your boy. It's your <laughs> the, boy. The Bengali, the Bengali muskrat or whatever he calls himself. Um, it, it, I kind of <laughs> feel like it's one of those things like he, they should have came out and been like, hey, this is it. Like, we're going to release this and we're going to take a break. Uh, thank you to Snyder for giving us this really nice send away for everything that we've already been through, but we're going to take a chance and we're going to reboot and we're going to, we're going to go out there and we're going to try to do, bring something better to you guys. Yeah. That's what I really think they should have done. And I think they waited way too long that it ended up coming out to something like this. Uh, aggressively. Thanks for coming back on the comments. He says, did you guys see the new DC studios logo going around? No, I haven't, but I'll definitely check that out in a little bit. That's super exciting Word. because for a very long time, we know they didn't want to go by the DCEU, and we've been just calling them DC Films and the DC Universe for a long time. So I kind of feel when they when they solidify their name, they're going to be like, hey, guys, this is us. We're in. Yeah, um, I'm really uh, – I mean, yes, I'm, I'm really sad for all the actors that get cut and put aside, but the DC Universe itself needs healing it needs to be brought back in a healthier standard. I said this last week and I know Brian disagreed with me, but I'm really excited to hear that they're going to build a universe around Superman and build a universe with the ideal of hope and bring back, hopefully the ideal Superman that we've always wanted and the one that we all deserve. And I know Brian doesn't like that too, too much. He likes the one that's like, yo, give me that shit. Homelander style. Yeah. Um, but I I, th I think every other character around him can be that that hardcore, but Superman at least should be able to stay like that good old fashioned like kid that doesn't cuss. And I know it sounds weird, but I think it'll work. I think it'll work in that weird universe because if it works for Shazam being so silly, it'll work just to have him as a good old fashioned kid, like a good old fashioned just straight straight arrow, and everyone else can be just crazy around him. I'm excited for where it's going to go. I'm sad to see Henry Cavill not here, and I hope he comes back in some way. But I'm really excited to see where DC is going to go, and I'm really excited for their first piece. This kind of rebreathes a whole new idea into the Black Adam movie. I know we talked about it last week, and it wasn't very good, but um, I'm excited to see what they're going to do with it. Brian, would you like to leave with any uh, any any words of encouragement for the DC? Yeah, good good job, uh, Warner Brothers. Good job, David Zasloff. Uh, you should have scrapped that shit a long time ago. Um, <laughs> that's it. All right. Uh, anybody in the comments, thank you guys for tuning into the show. We appreciate every one of you to our extraordinary listeners for coming in and listening to us ramble on about the DC universe. Guys, if there's anything that you guys want us to make sure we cover, make sure you let us know in the comments or hit us up on our personal messages and let us know what you guys want us to cover. Or if you hear something cool that you want us to talk about, guys, don't forget to follow us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, all that good shit. You, anywhere you want to follow us don't forget to follow us on facebook on instagram that's my boy brian running the instagram so go check it out hell yeah, it's a hell really yeah, good yeah. time we appreciate come everyone. say what's up yo yeah come say what's up to me like once in a Great, while sure, man sure. interact you, need to, you guys do, do need to jump on the instagram you guys do need hell to yeah man. um guys we appreciate everyone of you thank you for tuning in and we'll see you guys again next week here on friday night 9 p.m here with the average boys podcast every friday night live we talk about nerd stuff join us we'll see you guys peace peace Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.